0: Allow me to explain why I have these ridiculous glasses on. So uh, my vision is good. I went into the, the eye doctor and it was the choice like, oh, according to your health plan, you have several choices of doctors. And I was really because there's only so much you can assess about the doctor with their bio. There were two doctors, both female with no problem. OK, and one is a baby boomer looking Karen. And the other was a younger, hotter version or not a version of her, just a younger, hotter gal. And I'm like, Ooh, tough choice, tough choice. Cause see, I care about my eyes. I care about vision. I'm not like, you know, modern liberal white people in the twin cities who hate their children. Like I want my child to experience diversity. Uh, You mean get the shit kicked out of them? Yeah. I, I, I'm, I don't love my politics more than myself or the children that I have. And since I like to keep my vision, I'm like, all right, who got the least amount of legs up in society? Who, who, who had to actually work for it? And then I'm looking at the boomer lady and eh, she looks like, uh, watched a lot of Murphy Brown and the other gal. What's this? No. All right. I mean, thank you for the reminder. And the other one, uh, just I don't know, more my age. And I forgot what it was, but I try to Google search Google stock them a little bit. And it was it was kind of eh, and it really was down to all right. Well, I want I want the younger one because she's hotter. That was it. They're equally skilled, in my opinion, but the extra cherry on the on the frosting was that this gal was hotter. On it, there you go. So the gal long about way of saying, My vision is fine, my right eye is, is worse than my left. Um it's not perfect but it's it's good and you know maybe you'd be a candidate for LASIK which I'm not I'm not terribly interested in. They cut out your eyeball and they reform it. Not interested. Not, no, no, the technology is really it's improved. I cut out a piece of my eye, reform it reattach it? I I think the only thing more sensitive than my eyes would be my nuts. We're just going to scalp out a piece of your testy. No, you're not. No. Mm-mm. No. No. We're going to jam things in. We're going to reform your testy, reattach it. No, you ain't. I I guess I got a bum testy. I I guess it's it's um no. I I guess I I'm, I'm doing my Hitler impersonation. I got one just ch- you, with anesthesia, get rid of it. <laughs> so um when I started, it was working outside all the time in combination with doing videos and all that. I started getting blind spots. Um, and I was also editing a book for a guy. Uh, why, why is my computer? Hang on, guys. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Honest to God. This computer keeps, like, flashing. Like, what? Are we... System interrupts. Can we knock that stuff off? Literally called system interrupts. system interrupts can we end the end task oh no we can't oh god anyway i apologize if the video and the audio isn't good it's not my fault so between the sun a ton of screen time All of a sudden, I'm driving back home one day, and there's a blur on the bottom left of my vision. I don't think my left eye, I think the bottom left of my vision. And it looks like it's fuzzy, and you can't see past the fuzzy, so there's this section of my vision that's blinded. And I can't see anything really well coming out of the left, which I don't know if it's important for driving, but I think so. Thankfully, I was in my truck, not my car, or a motorcycle, rather. And I I'm oh my god go on the internet and you never want to go look up stuff on the internet cuz you're going to die tomorrow. Oh my god, terminally ill disease, you're going to die tomorrow. You're going to be blinded forever. And I'm looking at I'm not joking, stroke, heart attack, I'm like can we can we go with the symptoms I described? And um there was this thing called like you're having a migraine. I'm like why is it not painful? Because there are people that have migraines and they claim it's like absolutely crippling, and I'm like, well, how's this a migraine? I thought I was like unable to have sex and go to work and do these other things because women get migraines, they're unable to do anything. <clears throat> That's the joke. I know, I know, migraines are painful. I know that. So why is this not one? So I, I I contact the candidate, which is Vlad Elkham's applicant. Not girlfriend, not wife, not fiance, not long-term. Just she's the applicant. She's the candidate. And she says, oh, I get those too. So what the hell are they? They're like a variation of migraine or headache. And you just got too much sun or too much light from the computer screen. Just close your eyes and make it go away. And sure enough, that's what it is. Do I have to worry about anything? No, you don't have to worry about anything. Just, you know, that. so why do you get the blue glasses? And I remember I've had these for a while and um, I, I was like, you know, okay, I'll, I'll put them on when I need to. But then I didn't need to go work outside as much. These things went away. I don't have to worry about them. Well, enter in a client this morning and, and this is going to be a lesson for, I guess he's a millennial, an older millennial and, and Gen Zers, just younger people. Let's talk about writing, okay? Let's talk about writing, kids. Isn't that exciting? You want to tune in on writing? I'll, I'll explain why I'm getting here. <clears throat> the whole idea of writing—I don't care—I don't care who it's for. The whole idea is to save them time, right? That's it. How do I write? What do I write? How do I write? How do I write? It's to save the reader time. It's to convey all the information they need as quickly as possible. You say, well, what if I just write a lot less? Well, if all of a sudden you start cutting out things and information they need. You've created more time. Now they got to ask you, hey, I'm missing information. So when you're writing for someone else, now fiction or create works of art, you don't have to. You write to your heart's content, to the product and the art, to, to a finished state as you want it, to a perfected finished state. That's art. When it comes to communication, meaning you're talking to other people, it is not always helpful. It is mandatory you understand that you are trying to convey all the needed information to that person in the shortest amount of time possible with the maximum amount of clarity. Let's add that. And this client had to write a thing to send it to people. He needed help, and that was fine. But right off the bat, let me tell you guys something. I want to tell you right off the bat, what, what you younger people have to do is you got to make it visually appealing. And he didn't do this. He, he actually sat down like an adult and used a, a keyboard. you got to knock it off with this voice-to-text. You know, or if you're going to do voice-to-text, you have to go through and change the words that the voice picked up wrong and his major cardinal mistake was the presentation where it was a wall of text it was a proposal and proposals usually have objective um whatever uh participants process you know its organized goal mission statement resources, however it is that you organize it. This is just a wall of two pages of text, and doing the old indent on the paragraph every time instead of breaking separate paragraphs apart with the space between them. And I said, like, look, if you're going to propose this, you got to get some kind of outline and new subtitles. I told him it three times to do that. Third variation comes back. I'm like, will you use the motherfucking subtitles? So the font was like one size font one. And I'm like, and I blow it up to a hundred. And also it was just all the text and everything got to me and sh- like within 10 seconds, blamo blind spot right there, left third of my uh vision, both eyes. I'm like, I can't read this. <clears throat> and so I I'm, I cannot, I, I'm not even being tongue-in-cheek, I'm not even being funny. I know it's funny topic, an old man yelling at things and young people. I get a lot of clients coming in who are intelligent, brilliant, young man, well, not so young man, he, he, smart guy. And you have this incredible potential. And I hate, I really fucking hate to sound like my English fucking teachers because they are the worst, most disgusting people on the planet, English teachers. They're just the laziest, most worthless people. But the you know, clock right twice a day, they are right about this, that you need to be able to communicate quickly and efficiently with other people in order to succeed. Because what I see, and there's a big problem with engineers, more of the socializing, you don't know how to communicate and convey information. You might know all the inner workings of an electronic system or the physics or the thermal system, whatever, but if you don't get to the fucking point and make it very clear to people how it's supposed to work the, the, you're 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 not getting promoted because all work is is interacting with other people that's what it is and you, whether it's your email or your presentation <clears throat> if you get to the point quickly people are going to like you more maybe not in a in a social capacity though that's certainly too but if you are the clear one who can translate nerd to management or accounting to executives, or HR, or whatever, or just what the fuck you're trying to do, you're going to go way further. I mean, you'll go somewhere, period, if you could convey. It's a a necessary skill to have, is to communicate clearly, succinctly, and efficiently. That is what's going to be the difference between you getting the job and the other guy getting the job. And then down the road, it's also going to be do you get the promotion? Do you make the money? Because you could have the greatest accounting skills, man, if you cannot put together a cogent fucking sentence. And his Ryan was all right. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just this is this is just I'll get to the why well, the glasses later. But you guys have got to get to the point. You guys know that with my asshole consultant. Like, okay, this is a hundred dollar email. It could have been a $15 one if you just got to the point. And so what I think you gotta do. And it's really hard for younger people. You have to think about other people, particularly the person reading this. And they are probably older than you, which means they have less time on this planet than you do. And they're going to die sooner than you. And whether you believe it or not, nobody likes their job and they just want to get on with their fucking day. And if you can make it succinct, Clear, so there's no confusion because you chose the right words, <clears throat> and brief. Oh, they're going to have an erection. They're going to have. I know the teachers teach you the other way. You got to write four pages. You got to write ten pages. This has to be a twenty-page dissertation. And you think more is better? No, 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 no. In the real world, less is better. And and if you could take the time to organize your thoughts. In the, through the lens, through the eyes of the person who's trying to read and say, what what does that person need? What kind of decision do they need to make? And then you derive or uh, uh, draw your outline from there. And you could keep it a page and a half or two, a page, whatever. That's going to go further. I would say that's an equally important skill than you having a legit STEM degree. I mean, a perfect example of we'll talk about, uh, uh, we've we've talked about before. You, <clears throat> the difference between a tradesman who makes 100000 and the dipshit who's fucking his sister in Wyoming in a trailer park, thinking the world's out to get him, is not the skill. You can have equally t- skilled plumbers, electricians who know their shit. The difference is the guy who shows up on time, sober, does decent accounting, and is smart enough to sit and think, if I do this right the first time, I don't have to come back here. I could take on more clients and I could charge more. That's not um, Albert Einsteinian level of brilliance or intelligence or insight. That's just some basic sixth grade common sense. And it's the same thing with writing. If you take the time, To sit the fuck down and figure out what the other person wants of this the information they need. So they can that's that is equally important to your the success of your career. Now, in this particular person's case, he, he actually did kind of write pretty well. But two things, guys. Increase your fucking font size to at least size 12. And never, ever, 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 ever. Swear to God, I'll find your mom and I'll fuck her. Never send a fucking wall of text. You break it up. If it's a proposal or a presentation, subtopics, I'm going to find your mom. I'm a fucker. I'll be a motherfucker. Your mom's fucker as long as she's thin and hot. Or if depending on how bad you rape my eyes. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'd ask for permission from her first, obviously don't, don't make the old cappy charm come out. Hey, you're <laughs> imagine selling out. Yeah. Your son sent me this request. And it was just a wall of text. And I said on a podcast, oh, by the way, I do a podcast. And uh I said that I'd bang you if if he did that. So you up for it? I'd be a libertarian. I I wouldn't, you know, I'm not a I'm not a dictator. And so I had to break out these glasses because it was a wall of text. That was the main problem. And just and then and, and no headache, but it's like, okay, I guess I gotta go, you know, set up the sprinkler system going to go seed the yard, fall seeding. It's middle-aged man accomplishments you guys get to look forward to when you're older. <clears throat> so that's why I have these glasses, because I don't want to trigger it again. I don't want to have the blind spot. And it's very important I don't have the blind spot because I have to play poker again tonight. It's vital I play poker. But it's my, not joking, critically fucking important. You young people, if you want to succeed, I look, 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 you, you've never had it easier, never had it easier, okay? Uh in some regards, you've never had it harder, but in this one regard, you never had it easier. Half of the young people just will not work. Young people, I mean people under 40, even 45. All right. Most people are not showing up. And and not unjustifiably so. I understand the <clears throat> the great resignation of the lying flat. All right. But all you you don't even need to go to college anymore. You just need to show up and be on time. And here's here's where I am sympathetic. Your boss gives you any motherfucking bullshit like, "Oh, we don't have time to train you." I'm a baby boomer boss who still thinks it's 1989. Bye, and you go find another job that will treat you right. But if you you know, so show already if you decide I want to work you're in the top two thirds because about a third of people are not in the labor force, which means they're not looking for jobs because they're lazy. No, 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 you're not disabled. No, 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 you don't have a mental disorder. No, 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 you're just lazy and you choose not. Unless you're like missing a leg or you're blind, I don't want to hear it. So already you're in the top two two thirds. Half of that two thirds, another third of the two thirds that remain just has jack shit fuck all for work ethic and professionalism, like showing up on time and all that. And if you just show up on time, you you could choose your employers. You don't have to stick with the employers are no better. I understand. But then if you just learn basic communication skills. Holy shit. The time will happen. You will find a good boss or a good employer might take five or six of them, but you'll you'll find fertile ground and your career shooting off like a rocket. Did you go to school? No. Why did Bob get a promotion? He doesn't have his high school diploma. Well, he started working when he was 16. He learned some digital marketing from Seth Himes. He did such good work. We brought him on as a contractor. We didn't know he was 17 at the time. We thought he was a 30-year-old. Well, why'd you think that? Well, he showed up on time and did the projects to specifications. He was a pro. He doesn't have a degree? No. He's, he's only 17? Yes. Well, how is his work so good? He shows up on time. He does the job. He does it correct the first time. And when we get email exchanges, it's very clear. There's no confusion and ambiguity. We never thought to ask him any follow up questions because there was no questions. He answered them all. <sighs> so there you go. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by the way of monkey book by Turt Flinging Monkey. That is the modern day Marcus Aurelius book for our time if you want to know about stoicism you could go ahead and read about stoicism if you'd like or you just read the way of monkey book your life would be a lot better and then also atham atham is uh is uh sponsoring the show not really i just decided to do it because atham is graduating this year and if any of you are looking for a chemical engineer uh may i recommend him now you know i i know i'm i'm aware of his shortcomings i'm aware of his shortcomings He's only ninety-eight percent as smart as me. He's only ninety-eight percent as good-looking. Um, but you know, ninety-eight percent of of Cappy is pretty darn good. I'm aware he's Mexican. I know he lives in California. These nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. But you know, if if you're um if you're feeling charitable, you know, you, you want a guy with. An IQ of, oh, I think, at, to be perfectly honest, I think Atham probably has a higher IQ. If you want a guy who only has an IQ of only 139 or somewhere thereabouts and is willing to work 80 hours a week and shows up on time, may I recommend Atham? And I don't know how many people we have in the audience that, you know, is in a position, or oh, yeah, we're looking for a chemical engineer, buy gum. But if you know anyone and, you you know, help out my buddy, uh, <clears throat> I'd, uh, I'd appreciate it. Uh, we have, oh, hang on. Let me hang on for one second. I forgot to pull this up. We got to do some house cleaning. I got to go into the emails and clean this up. We'll get to why white women destroy, uh, American wealth. Uh, and I, um, Funny haha tongue in cheek, but uh, I looked at it and'm like, oh my God, I'm like they're not kidding. <laughs> I'll get to it it's it's pretty sad it's it's like guys, not everyone, obviously, but some of us, one of us, two of us, somewhere within the earshot of this podcast, there's gonna be a guy, and you're gonna make a lot of money, and you're gonna die before your wife because men die younger than women, and you're gonna leave her the money. And you know what she's going to do with it? I'm going to help the people. And I thought, ah, oh, yeah, soccer mom, trophy wife, they're bored. They're going to go to their wine club. You wish they went to their wine club. Have I got a nice little discovery? Have I got a nugget for you? And, and a no joke reason why, like, look, if you're, if you're a millionaire or a billionaire, you don't leave your wife anything. You may leave her enough to like live. Okay, here's a house. Here's a spending account. If fifty thousand dollars, you'll take you to like ninety eight. You'll die then. But if you have billions and they fall into the wrong hands, uh, they're not. They can do actually pretty destructive things with it. Naively, <clears throat> Rachel Wilson, who wrote um, the occult origins of feminism, would be able to echo this. But I'll talk to that later. All right, let's go. Uh, we got a lot of fan mail. Let me make sure I got this. All right. Uh, Check out the vertex.io, the vertex, Um, V-E-R-T-E-X.io. He has put up a website. May I put this in the chat room? Uh, As the YouTubes and the uh, social media platforms, all the main ones, start to become more and more rated G, we can't have fun. Other places have, uh, followed up in their uh, uh, wake to fill in non-kosher podcasts and content creators. Uh, MGTOWTV.TV is one of them. I have a channel over there and not even necessarily for alternative platform, but because MGTOW.TV, Amir, uh, he has set up very simple thing that YouTube should have set up a long time ago. He's improved upon YouTube. You could download the MP3. There's a little download button at each one. And let's say you want to download and tune in while you're driving on, you know, you're Alex Patino, you're in a, you're a truck driver. Maybe you don't have cell phone reception. You don't have the bandwidth to handle video all the time. You know, podcast hosting services used to allow for the MP3 download. RSS feeds used to do that. Now they don't anymore because why do that? MGTOW.TV arose to that uh, occasion. Uh, the Vertex dot, the Vertex.io has done the same thing. Um, mine is you go the Vertex.io slash Vertex slash asshole-consulting. I'll put that in the, in the chats here. There you go. And so if for whatever reason uh, you don't want to do the YouTubes or you just want the MP3 or something, th- there you go, the Vertex. So they're alternative platforms. And if you are a content creator, maybe you want to consider... Going on the Vertex.io. Uh, so we got that. This is solely for me cleaning up. Uh, this is from Richard, um, our Black Black Kojak, our UK agent in the field. Hi, Aaron. I don't know if you heard, but one of our MPs, member of parliament announced he'd phase out low earning degrees if he becomes the prime minister. He also wants to cut teachers' workloads with AI and promote, promote apprenticeships over university degrees. Rishi Sunak, East Indian origins, obviously is currently running for prime minister after Boris Johnson resigned a month ago, he has a background in philosophy, politics and economics and has done the work. He sounds like someone up your street. Brilliant ideas, brilliant ideas. I'm all for it. Um, you, Teachers, the education system globally, the way we do, it doesn't matter what country is so obsolete now with the Internet. To build physical places that, that think about that like a concert or um <clears throat> a debate or the a town hall you would have an auditorium or uh, a sports event you'd build a large auditorium or a movie theater so everyone could see or take in the information of a particular event or speaker or teacher or something like that right and that was the most efficient way to do things Uh, Until, well, one could argue the newspapers or radio or television, right? But if you wanted to teach and instruct somebody, you could do it through books. You could do it through self-study. But it was to have a classroom, to have a university setting. Now, there is no reason to build trillions, globally speaking, of buildings and infrastructure and electronics and LCD projectors and chairs and all that. Nor the... Complete pissing away of labor in the form of teachers and admins and TAs and all that. It, ranging from a kindergarten teacher to doctoral professors, whoever teaches. Doctoral students. <clears throat> yeah, and cut teachers' workloads with AI. Uh, just cut teachers. You, you, replace teachers with YouTube. Replace the education system with the internet. There you go. Kids who are super smart, they don't have to stay in school until they're 18. They don't have to deal with, with the stupid children or the smart children that were otherwise failed to be raised by dysfunctional, worthless loser parents. And all those kids are dysfunctional. Think about that. How many, of you, how many of you could imagine? What if you didn't have to go to school? All you had to do was sit at home, study the Internet thing and all that. And like in two hours time, the time it took you for the bus ride and back, you never had to go to school. We wouldn't have to build schools. We wouldn't have to pay teachers. Things would be done online yeah i know sometimes your parents would have to probably take care of you a little bit you know you have to get up to maybe the fourth or fifth grade that you'd be reliable or responsible but what if you fine you still have the schools but at like a quarter of the capacity or third of the capacity and it's only used to babysit the the degenerate parent children the problem children new teachers can like save the world and the planet and help the special ed kids whatever And then the normal kids or the smart kids, they're not anchored to the slow, glacial, lethargic place of the stupid students and the stupid teachers that teach them or fail to teach them. I got an idea. I got a I got a I got a plan. It's not Operation Evil. Let's call it Operation Fuck the Teachers, Bankrupt the Teachers. Let's call it Operation Bankrupt the Teachers because that, that, would be, that wouldn't be that would be the main goal. The main goal would be actually to liberate children and get them educated and skilled up as quickly as possible so they spend as little time in schools as possible. Let's call it Operation Fuck the Teachers because teachers are fucking pieces of shit. <clears throat> Most of you, I know there's a couple of you actually care. I don't know why you're you're in that system, though. Um, where was I going? I was just thinking about that. Um, yeah, there, but removing my, my hatred of teachers and a prison system and the public schools, it is obsolete. There's no reason we should be teaching like we were in the 1800s. I look, we do dating now on the internet. Why the hell can't we do education on the internet? Which some colleges and universities are doing. <clears throat> Let me know if you'd like to cover the articles in a podcast on the Clary Test video. No, I believe you. Uh, I hope things are going well in South Dakota. Regards, Black Kojak. Well, thanks, Richard. Thank you very much. Um, no, things are going well in South Dakota. I'm I'm growing grass pretty good. The, the mowing kind, not the smoking kind. I won't lie. Um, it's going so well. The reason you haven't seen um, podcasts isn't because of the lack of uh, too much work. Because the work finally calmed down, I put the last brick on the last retaining wall. And now I've had time to, I've been going hiking up. Even people notice, man, you're looking a little thin. Yeah, I, I am looking thin. I dropped fully weighted uh, below a buck 50. When I go into the gym, they got one of them doctor scales that are all efficient. You're official and they, you move the, the weight across. And normally I immediately take that, the big weight. I put it on a buck 50 because I know I'm a buck 50 minimum. And then I take her with the little, you know, a little pip, 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 pip. Pip, pip, and then it balances. Why didn't have to pip? I didn't have to pip the second one. I just put it on one fifty. Thunk. I'm like, what? And thunk the the other way. Like, I don't weigh a buck fifty, so I had to put it down to hundred and pip, 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 all the way to like to the buck forties. I'm like one forty seven, fully clothed. I'm like pip. And yeah, I got a nice trim face, but um. The body is starting. I'm starting to look like one of them wiry guys. You know, those wiry guys who are marathon runners and they're mountain bikers and all wiry. I'm starting to look like that. Um, but that's because I've been spending, what did we do? 60 miles in a week and about. No, it wasn't six was the month, 60 miles in a month. And that's low for me. That's that's just the GF. That's when she tagged along. So I'm probably more. But uh, past week four, thirty. Let's say between thirty four or five. Yeah, forty miles, and at least at least five thousand foot elevation gain. At least. Um. I've been having fun, sat in the hot tub, playing poker. Uh, so things are going well. And it, and the beautiful thing is like everything's done. Like I had, I did have to like seed for fall. That's, that's regular maintenance. That doesn't count. I'm talking like new projects. So I seeded for fall. I put out the fertilizer. I got the, right now I got the water running. Everything's going good. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So there we go. But anyway, yeah. Thank you, Richard. I appreciate it. Uh, clean up that. On um, Don, Don. Give us that. Um. Oh, Don Felker. I want to promote him. Um. Yeah. We. Uh, Hi, IQ. Thank you. Let me read the email. If I've already read this before, and he has books. I said, Well, why don't you tell me about your books, uh, Aaron? I found your work through a common friend, Rich Cooper. Oh, the the second best author in the Manosphere. I've read a number of your books and enjoy them, but I just finished the curse of the high IQ, and for once in my 44 years of life, do I finally feel like knowledge? For decades, I struggled to relating to the common population in regards to sports, mundane topics, regular life, etc, sports ball. I've been working for myself for nearly 20 years, and what makes sense for me never makes sense to anyone else. I'm very much an outsider, just like your book describes literally to the T. Well, I didn't write the book out of my ass. I mean, there's, it's written for a group of people in mind that do exist and share some of the, some commonalities. Some similar experiences. I've spoken to therapists, psychologists, doctors. Only one of the three there uh, have an IQ above 100 and more and never had anyone understand why I was unhappy and unrelatable, etc. They were prescribed drugs which they refused to take and weird therapies, all bullshit. Yeah, therapists and psychologists, guys, can we just admit, the psychology profession just does has no fucking clue. it's completely fraudulent. It has no fucking clue what it's doing. <clears throat> I mean, there's a value in talking to a third party, but oh yeah, take this drug. Uh, show me where it's worked. I had a ten year stint where I used alcohol to escape the boring part of life. I I, I did more than ten years. I used to describe it to my ex wife as turning off my brain. Absolutely. So when I read that in your book, I got chills. That was me. Years ago, I realized it was not a good thing, so I stopped, go the sublimation, I go the sublimation route. Now, reading your high IQ book was a big awakening to me. It's refreshing to know that I'm not alone in my thinking and understanding of the world. It feels like you wrote the book that my brain has been living these past 44 years. I'm writing this to say thank you for writing this book. I feel like I'm able to realize why I felt certain ways about sports stick. And uh, all that other Monday nonsense that everyone seems to find enjoyment in, but I find absolutely mind-numbing. If I did 10 parties, even one this weekend for a child's friend, and the conversations were so elementary and surface level that I wanted to face plant into a stone wall. <laughs> I remember a, a, at least a five-minute conversation about a cake at the party. I just wanted to eat. I do not want to talk about it. Bring you up any sophisticated topics would send the commenters into a frenzy about get that nerd shit out of here. Sorry, man, but I don't know who I don't know or give two shits about who the wide receiver of the Dolphins is and how many yards he carried a pigskin. I'm sure you can relate. <clears throat> I could go on about this, but I won't waste your time. I've written some books, articles, etc., and I've had people reach out to me and tell me how much my work has helped them. And I always greatly appreciate it. So I'm doing that here. Again, thank you for writing the book. I said, well, what's your book? Well, let me I'll I'll put this in the links here. Um his name is Don Two Ends Felker F E L K E R. Guy looks jacked. Guy looks like a no no joke uh, jacked dude. Um freelance statistics 10 tactics that will help you succeed and thrive in freelancing. He's got 18 reviews. <clears throat> so he's not um Oh, you got a lot of books. All coding, a lot of coding books, cloud computing, Android developer um yeah so you you actually have an inventory here i'll put this would be for those of you interested in coding here you go well thank you very much don i appreciate it all right that'll go that's a nice email that'll go into the memento box that will go into the future book for asshole consulting uh, ba, 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 ba. <clears throat> response to your questions is from Evan. Hi, Aaron. You read my super chat and asked about why electrical engineering people get better jobs than the math and physics majors. I could speak from experiences. I have a bachelor's in math and went back for a master's in electrical engineering after three consecutive jobs that were sold as analyst positions were just glorified data entry jobs where I did nothing but put numbers into spreadsheets. Here are my three reasons. In 2022, almost every single technical job is either a glorified IT job or glorified software development position. Electrical engineering undergraduate programs usually involve enough computer classes that you have the baseline knowledge to stare at a company's code base and get up to speed quickly. Two, in real-world jobs, the only relevant math topics are calculus, linear algebra, and statistics. Electrical engineering has a lot of classes that involve a little bit of these topics. It's not a depth issue. It's a breadth issue. And if you're really into math, there are a few topics like signal processing where you could dive deep. Three, any engineering program worth its solve will involve a lot of group project work. Math and physics programs don't. You learn just how much you need to dumb shit down for your group mates, especially your presentations audience. Evan. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. That is always. I always thought that, oh, I'm majoring in physics. I'm majoring in math. I'm majoring in chemistry. Like, no, you need to major in something practical. I feel bad for people who major in chemistry and can't find a job. Like That's what Roost did. And all he did was, was like a lab assistant. The engineering has to be at the end of it. All right, so we got that one cleared out. Oh, man, my, my inbox is going to be so clean. Going to be so clean. Um, this is... I think I might do this on a later one. That's almost its own topic. Um, <clears throat> this guy sent a rather lengthy email about moving overseas. Where did I? This is from Raphael. I made a vasectomy. Vasectomy. I made a vasectomy because of you. Thanks. I'm kind of happy you got a vasectomy. Did you also get a vasectomy? <clears throat> and you made one? You made a Play Doh? Thanks a lot. I didn't even know that existed. It was the best money I ever spent. Haha, ha, God bless you. Well, no problem, Raphael. I'm happy that you got one. Uh, hopefully you made some deposits at a sperm bank in case you want to have some little children later on. Uh, but that's all right. Usually they could extract the sperm directly. Uh, I'm shocked most guys. That's. I don't think it's on par with women not knowing that menopause happens. That's like women not knowing that death occurs. Um... But it is, I, I bet you they didn't teach men about vasectomies in high school. <laughs> or wait, the great middle school, middle school. How would that go down? Like uh, sex ed in middle school. And, and I this is how I would teach it. Like all the boys are like, how many of the kids come from divorced family? How many of you boys come from divorced parents, right? Okay, is your dad poor? Yeah. Let me tell you how to avoid that. <laughs> this thing called the vasectomy. You get snipped here, get snipped there. You can still have sex, but you don't have no kids. And then you ain't, pull, you pull no out, Mo! See your father. I don't know, maybe you don't see your father because your mom keeps you away from him anyway, but you see your old sad man, those sad cards he sends you. Hey, son, living in a van down by the river. Uh huh. I know your mom told you to hate my guts. Well, I'm glad that you got a vasectomy. Every man should get a vasectomy. Oh. Uh, uh. Here's a question from Nino. Hi Aaron. I have a topic question for Rule 0. Do boss bitches tend to have a promiscuous past? All the best. Thanks Nino. I don't know. We'd I, I, I here's the to me We'd have to poll them. And then there'd be self-answer bias where oh, I'm not a slut. Well, that one time I gave him a blowjob or took it up the ass, it just had cum in my face. That's not sex. So removing those forty-seven times, I've only slept with twenty-three men. If I'm getting Eiffel Towered, one penis cancels out the other, doesn't it? Yeah, that doesn't count. Um, I I don't know. I I'm trying to speculate if we could put a theory together. You know, what's a boss bitch? Is this boss bitch, baby? I, I would counterintuitively, if I had to guess, I mean, Lord knows. Um, <clears throat> if if you call yourself a boss bitch, you uh, have a an aspect of autism, or you're, or maybe it's Asperger's, where you're not picking up on social cues. And if you're going to be like, I'm a boss bitch, look out! Like you probably are unaware how unattractive and deterring two men that is so I guess fewer guys would ask him out I, you know like the because your personality sucks <laughs> like okay I'll go with you nice friend i I think it would just be like I don't know I'm guessing I I really don't know <clears throat> oh uh this is another one that's another one that'll go Thing. uh Aaron, I've been looking into web development boot camps in the USA. A full time boot camp is twenty thousand. In Mexico, there's one for six thousand. Uh, I found one in the Philippines for three thousand. It's four months full time, Monday through Friday, eight a.m. to five p.m. Boot camp. All three boot camps teach the same technology, and all three make you do projects at the end. The cool part about the boot camp in the Philippines is that at this price, you get a room and a co living space in the heart of Manila. Sold. Sold. I guess you're off to Manila with other people who study web development and they feed you there. (laughs) Sign me up. All this for 3K, including room and food. In the USA nor Mexico, you don't get room and food. A flight to Manila is about 1000. English is an official language in the Philippines, so all teaching is done in English. There's so much hiring over there. You can also do one to two years to get experience so you can get a super hireable anywhere in the world. I'm going in December through January. I have enough Delta miles to go for it. Okay, this is called stacktrek.com. I'm going to put that in this. So stacktrek, just like Star Trek, except it's stacktrek.com. I don't know. Do your due diligence, research it. But I mean, look, it's also, look, all education, all education is self-study homework, that's self-study. Teachers reading from the book, PowerPoint presentation slides from the book, you're all self-study. So I'm going to the U.S., Mexico. Get the skills, get the ability, put together a portfolio. Will the Philippines hire you? They will. Go work over there, sit on a beach, live in a thatch hut, have a good time. Expl- explore the area, enjoy Philippine culture. Don't fool around with the women. Their, their husbands have guns. <laughs> He's like, I got a yacht, a yacht, a yacht. i us see you about 10 miles down the road. Uh, Yeah, I would do. I would absolutely just, just for the experience and free food. That alone, you'd make the month. You make more than your flight back for a month. I'm hoping there'd be a nice, elderly motherly lady nice philippine mom type of lady who's just happy to cook for you boys and you boys should treat her good and now i don't know maybe there's a guy who's a military pissed off guy with a cigarette ashes falling into the food could be the But if there's like a nice philippine mom you guys should all get her flowers or something as a thank you at the end of your at the end of your education wouldn't it be nice just have like a nice caring mom I mean, I have a nice, caring mom, but like when you go overseas or just, you know, a motherly lady to t- you know, like pamper you when when you're away from your mom. You ain't getting it from your wife. I'll tell you that. You know, she got the Aunt B uniform on, and oh, I made you cookies. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a little bit of advice for the ladies in all three listening. Here's another thing: he didn't have to ask. That's another thing. We you just you know. You ever see Andy Griffith like, hey, Aunt B, get in the kitchen and make us some cookies? He never said it. Aunt B just, oh, I made you boys some cookies. Oh, geez, thanks, Aunt B. Such an endearing, charming show. There was one where <clears throat> I think Andy Griffith got himself a girlfriend. He'd occasionally get a girl. And the girlfriend was a good cook. And she started cooking food for Andy Griffith. And I think he went back home one time and Aunt B was all like, oh, I have some food for you. I made you. Oh, no, Aunt B. uh, Peggy Sue, she fed me full of the best chicken thing ever. And Aunt B starts crying, getting worried she's going to get kicked out of the home and that she has no purpose. And it was the most sweetest thing. It was like Aunt B loved the boy. I know it's television. I know it's not real. But in the day, the reason that joke was funny Cause back in the day, motherly women would show their love for their family by cooking for them. And it, it probably was a threat in the time if, if you know, Amy Sue down the road was a better cook or something, you know, like she had, she had no use, no value. And they, they, they said, no, auntie, you're still the best cook or something like that. And <clears throat> Aunt B was happy. She could cook for the boys and remain a slave to the patriarchy. So uh, anyway, thank you very much Ivan. I appreciate that very much. All right. Well, hear that. Uh, oh. <clears throat> um another promo a uh, sponsor. Where is it? Where is it? Come on. Come on. Bowtie Predator. Let's uh continue on with the um, with the sponsors here. Uh Bowtie raptor.substack.com um, Hi, I just saw the promotion from your podcast. Just two things. Can you put the link to my website in your video descriptions? I'm willing to pay extra for this. Yeah, if I remember. Um, I'll just keep promoting it. How does that sound? <laughs> and I'll put it in the chat room right here. <clears throat> um, yeah, if I can remember that. Um, by the BT Data Science Network. That's what I was wondering. to say, oh, you get access to the BT Data Science Network. I'm like, what the hell is that? I don't know. Maybe the geeks know, and maybe I don't need to know if I'm not going to use the service. That's the Bowtie Data Science Network. Notice my name for the site is Bowtie Raptor. There are several others with the others Bowtied in front of their name, and several of us who come from the data science industry. In order for them to join the Bowtie Data Science Network, they were vetted to ensure they were actually decent at their craft. All right, so this is like a guild. I didn't know that. I didn't know there were guilds. So there's the Bowtie Guild. I assume there's a red hat. Guild, like the Linux group. For example, I'm 25-year-old living in Toronto, and I generate $250,000 a year as a data scientist, and I quickly rose through the ranks. All right, so there's a little vetting process for the Bowtied Guild. All right, so let me... Uh, okay, of so the packages... <clears throat> ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba. I, I want to find where he said... Okay, here we go. Bowtiedraptor.substack.com, simple newsletter for those who are interested in becoming a data scientist or for those that are already in the profession. The newsletter is split up into two types of readers, free subscribers and paid subscribers. Here's a quick bullet point for both of them. All right, free sp- uh, subscribers. You can read all the free posts. Topics include how to fix the resume, you see in the interview, kicking HR in the nuts. No, it's not for him. <laughs> Uh, learning how to program an R and Python, learning how to make machine learning models, some commentary on the current state of the data science industry, paid subscribers, one-on-one resume review, mock interviews, uh, Q&A monthly, insight on successful data science projects that can implement in your industry, how to find data science careers instead of jobs, revenue-generating roles, access to the content from the Bowtie Data Science Network, deep learning practitioners, machine learning. All right, so you get access to the guild, to the cult. <clears throat> All right, let me um kind of curious. Let's click over here. Type oh you just type in the email and you subscribe. All right. What is what is what if you pay more? What does that cost? How much does that cost? Close out of all the things here. All right, well there you go. All right, so um the link bowtide raptor dot substack.com. I'm going to leave that one in there. It's just a regular sponsor. Uh, uh, This is from Frank. Frank writes, Dear Mr. Cleary, I took your advice about building business on the side while keeping a day job, and it looks like it's working. I got laid off from the sure thing I had. (laughs) Sure thing in quotes. Uh, Day job for six years as a software engineer when the company got bought out and they wanted to cut costs. While I was looking for new work an old colleague contacted me he's a top software salesman and he's building something new the product of that work is ez uh, e n z not easy spelled out just e n z easyhirecannabis.com the indeed for weed cannabis hiring platform create your uh, free profile today. We call it the the Indeed for Weed. You sign up, make a profile and tell us the kind of jobs in the cannabis industry you're looking for. You want to get free pot, dude. We show you the matching jobs that you could apply for on our platform if you've got the experience or the passion for the industry. Give it a try. It won't cost you anything, totally free for Canada profiles as and always will be. We charge the employers to be on the platform and get their jobs in front of the right people. Anyway, that's the pitch. you changing. while I Mr. Cleary. Thanks for existing, you des- detestable pistule. Pust- pustule. 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 Pustule All right. Well, thank you very much, Frank. There we go. I'll delete that. <clears throat> Dear Aaron, I want to learn how to dance, but I am too nervous to take dance off from that. But I am too nervous to take dance lessons. I obviously don't want to embarrass myself in front of the ladies. I feel that if I learn to dance, I can lose my virginity. I'm 31. While I have kissed a girl and felt two girls' breasts up over the shirts back when I was in community college, I have yet to do the dirty deed. Anyway, can you teach me to dance over Skype? I have a full size female mannequin that I can use while you instruct me over Canada or over camera. Please name your price and respond to this promptly. Mike, thank you, Mike. I'd like to help, but I think you could sign up for a ballroom dance class at a local community center near you. So, uh, But, you know, hold on to that full-size female mannequin. All right. This is from, uh, does he want to, Anish or Anesh. Dear Cap, you hope you're doing well. Just saw your video advising the Indian guy who would be coming to the U.S. for higher education and want to say a big thank you. I'm an Indian guy, five nine myself, in a similar predicament. But in Europe, yeah, I know. Please don't, please spare the roasting. I do that to myself enough. I'm in good shape, but no six-pack abs yet, and still find myself being absolutely invisible to these Western chicks. Your video, I like the Western vernacular, the American English vernacular. Your video was very helpful in putting things into perspective. For you, just for your information, yes, feminism has already, has definitely got its hold in India. Indian chicks in India are three out of 10 at best. Wait, wait, hold on. Really? <clears throat> There's some attractive Indian gals. There's some okay looking ones. They do their party years. And by the time they want to get married after 30, they're fat as fuck and still demand the world and more from their prospective grooms. Unfortunately, 99% of India guys are beta and given to these demands due to sheer lack of experience with women. How much of this is due to the, the, the Hindu religion? Is that very, um, monogamy, very no sex before marriage like. Uh, and the families and friends are ever ready to send these lambs to the slaughter, not to mention the extremely gynocentric judiciary system. I have heard horror stories and I don't know if that's um, the British tabloid media, like the the Daily Mail, like uh, the kernel of, of truth and then a bunch of lies spun from it. But isn't it like... Uh, the women drag you to jail if you don't marry them or something. There's some kind of like, like, whoa, is that the law? Like, okay, I'm not talking to any Indian women. Long story short, we desperately need someone like you who isn't afraid to shoot from the hip when it comes to facts. Yeah, but I know nothing of Indian culture or or, or law or anything going on. You know, little side business for you there. Look, you're in a, a not English speaking country in Europe. I'll try to keep it anonymous. So you speak Hindu, right? Or the native Indian language. You speak. English very well. I assume you speak this other language. Dude, um <clears throat> why don't you be the Aaron Clary of India? Why don't you go cuz you know it. I mean, I can only speculate on general things, but you know, you're closer to the battle lines there than I am. Um but yeah, it's just be anonymous, change your name. Um don't don't have a camera, just have a microphone and you could you could do it. You absolutely could. I I don't know for a fact, but it seemed to me there there were way more articles popping up of Indian women being feminists, uh, both in uh, India and in the West, Canada and the United States. I don't know about Europe. And I'm like, geez, there's a lot of gals like the Malindi Kang, Kang Malindi. Or is it Mandy Klang? Mandy, Mandy Lang, whatever. Um. She's proud she's having a child through in vitro and no husband around and all that other stuff. But it, it's it's coming. Feminism is coming for the whole globe. The whole globe. I was shocked to find out yesterday, Um, maybe it was two days ago, at had a, a Mexican client and I looked at the Mexican fertility rates. Mexican women are having 2.1 kids. I thought they were supposed to be you know, shooting them out like machine gun bullets or Pez dispensers. Apparently not. This feminism is going global and birth rates will drop. Unfortunately, we have a have a Ponzi social welfare program. So we need more young people. But it's, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, it's coming all over. It's happening all over the world. And India is a bigger market than the United States, right? What, 1.1 billion, 1.2 billion? I, I'm not joking. There might be some money there for you. And and as long as you're outside of India, you're not subject to their laws. So you go get a server in the United States or Russia or some other place. You run your, you run your mouth. Boom. Uh, pa, 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 pa. Apologize for trying to get in touch with you over the consultation link. I don't know. No, I, as long as you send me something important or germane, uh, that's fine. That's fine. Um, let's let's archive that one. Are we caught up? We're caught up. Oh my god. Um, uh, let me go through some sponsors real quick. All right, this is brought to you by. I gotta find it. where to go? Sponsors. Here we go. Uh, VeloWave. If you guys are looking for an electronic bike, um, because you. There we go. There we go. Because you got solar panels, because, you know, future generations of young Westerners are not going to be we're not generating enough people to keep up the electric grid or the infrastructure of the country. And you know that there's going to be rolling brownouts and blackouts and we dare don't build nuclear power. We're going to get solar panels, which I'm working on a sponsor right now to have solar panels uh, because I'm very pro solar panels. Not for environmental reasons, but because I like electricity and and I've seen what's coming through the schools. I also like transportation. And if the shit ever hits the fan and I got to get out of the Rapid City area, pretty much already out of it. But for whatever reason, I got to be mobile. I don't want to be hiking on foot 40 miles a day. What I do want to be doing, though, is hopping on my VeloWave bike with my little bike cab in tow. Hauling all the very vital, important stuff, getting ahead of the crowds. Now, for me, things that have to go really bad. I got to escape my little hamlet in the Black Hills. Things got to go really bad. But this is an absolute, I would say must, but something like, okay, hey, you guys worried about inflation? You sitting on some money, right? You sitting on some money. Oh, my God, I'm going to lose 10% of the purchasing power next year. And you're in the city. Why don't you get a Velowave electric bike? Because when you try to escape New York or San Francisco or St. Louis or any sizable city and the roads are all jammed with leftists trying to uh, escape the, the shit filled bed they created and no one's moving because there's too many cars. You're on the side of the road zipping on by at 18 miles an hour with a 40 mile range, at least with my bike, the, the Prado S model. Others have longer ranges, but they don't have off-road stuff like I do. And then you're just going by and, you know, for every car you pass, that's a small microscopic fraction of a percent higher chance you're going to survive. And then you're out of the kill zone. You're out of where they're going to be cannibalizing each other. You're out where the National Guard can't get to. You're out in the hinterlands. You're, you're almost making it to Georgia. And now you're good. And there you have it. And you're good. You're in, you're in Chicago. <laughs> you can't go half your, your Chicago is really, always, you can't go half the way. San Francisco is worse. You're on a peninsula. So you got to go West and you got to make it far enough into Illinois, uh, which is going to be pretty far. You're pretty much going to have to go to Iowa. I'll be perfectly honest. Cause there's so many suburbs. You're halfway across Illinois. You got to go South. You got to get away from the kill zone. Well, there's no gas. And Chicago will be very backed up. Don't go north. You just go into the Milwaukee area and Kenosha, and then, then you get out. You get out. <clears throat> and then you survive. But mainly, I I really think the the electric bikes VeloWave in general are actually really good if you live in an urban area and you just want to run errands and you don't want to waste money on gas. And if you're willing to get in conjunction with a VeloWave. Uh, bike in conjunction you can also buy a um uh, uh what was it battery 1000 white uh, uh jackery jackery 1000 where do i find a jackery 1000 cap you go to olderbrother.com slash donate you click on the amazon banner and you buy yourself a jackery 1000 that'll charge your uh your your prado s your electric bike And then you're not paying $4 a gallon of gas or $3 or whatever it is. Uh, So we have that there. Uh, Help Missy recover. I am going to click on this link. If you have extra money that you would like to get rid of, you can go to Thor and Missy's GoFundMe page. Just search Thor and Missy GoFundMe. You'll find it. Uh, Thor and Missy red pill couple. Missy got hit. Paralyzed from neck down, miraculously started getting feeling back in her body, but can barely walk and is incredibly weak and needs a lot of medical bills covered. Do not help single moms who can't keep their legs shut and don't know the meaning of birth control. Do not help welfare bums on the side of the road who are obese, who obviously are not tightening their belt and getting their free food from somewhere where there's a restaurant behind them with a for, you know, uh, help wanted sign. And their are panhandling. Help innocent victims who actually need it. You want your money? Don't don't donate your money to the United Way. Don't donate any place that's not solved the problem they've claimed to help solve. Don't donate it to them. Donate it to people who need it. Thor and Missy Go GoFundMe. Search it. You'll find it. It's also in the comment thing that I linked there below. Uh, BusinessBuyerAdvantage dot Go there before you buy or sell a business. Piratebooktakedown.com. Go to piratebooktakedown.com where Doug will send all the DMCA, the copyright notices to all the different websites out there that try to steal your content for free and offer for free on the internet, or in some places try to make money off of it. You don't have time you only have time to be producing and creating content, whether it's a book or a YouTube channel, you don't have time to be going down through it. Doug's got it down to his science. He knows exactly which websites do it, he knows where to go. And um I'm kind of on an annual purging program. NoncommunistScienceFiction.com. Go to NoncommunistScienceFiction.com if you like science fiction that isn't communist. So, you know, like, I think he's got a monopoly on that. He's the only person creating noncommunist science fiction. And then BunkerBasics.com. Go to BunkerBasics.com where Bunker Bob will give you the basics on Bunker Basics, on survival and prepping. <clears throat> And there we go. And there you have it. All right, let's go to Super Chats. All proceeds today will go to my cigar, my Diet Coke, and my uh, buy-in for the poker game. Any excess proceeds will go to the water bill, I guess. It's not that expensive. I guess foreign property. This is going to go to foreign property. I even made my contribution to to the IRA. Did my IRA contribution. Stock market went down. Oh, I looked at silver. I'm like, oh, I'm on it. silver's down. Because that makes sense. And it's down to like $19 an ounce. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it's about that. I could use some more silver. I'd get some silver. And I knew I knew you paid a premium over the paper price. and you know, that's the spot price. If you go on the internet and you buy the funny money silver, which means you don't really own it. Some dude bro, Wall Street finance bro said, oh, bro, I got an idea. I'm a financial genius. Yeah, what is it, bro? So, like, I work for this bank, right? And we hold all this silver in the vault, right? And we're paid to keep it safe, right? Yeah, bro. But what if I lent it out and I wrote several other options contracts on it, claiming that people I sold it? Unless that guy comes in and asks for silver back, he'll never know the difference, bro. We make money on it. And I'd, I don't know. I'd have to look at the data. Somebody's a better economist, uh, commodities economist than me in this regard. I'd be curious to see how many contracts are written on silver versus the actual global supply of silver to back it up. That's why when you look up the price of silver or gold or anything else physical, that's what you pay on the internet for a bro investment banker, bro. We hold it for you, bro. You know, the Wolf of Wall Street will hold it for you and says on the internet, on the digital, on the electronic account that you have a thousand ounces of silver with whatever Morgan Stanley, Dean Witter. I don't know who that, I mean, I think they do that service, but example. Uh, so that's $19 an ounce. I went to the local coin deal. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah, Silver He goes like, yeah. I say, uh, how much? He says, I think it's like 34, 35 bucks. I said, what? I said, that's like 15 bucks over price. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, has the spread ever been that much? He's like, no, it's there. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, ah, ah I did buy enough silver. i just be like, yeah, it's kind of cheap. I'll get it. I'll, yeah, I'll buy all. Not at that price. I won't. I I should find a chart of the spread of silver between physical silver and paper silver But um, yeah, if you guys ask, where do I get my silver? I will go to coin dealers, but I also will recommend Miles Franklin. I used to have an affiliate program with them, but they kept effing it up. And uh, but I always got good service from them and they're good people. They just kept screwing up. The, like, there. And they're like, oh, we, we forgot the thing. I'm like, didn't this sale go through? Oh, no, it didn't. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it went through. All right, all right never mind. I didn't sense any maliciousness on them. Honey, Simon, two bucks. Go overseas. Western women are pump and dump only. I, <clears throat> you can't say all. Oh, there could be a girl conveniently located here in the United States. I mean, I've met girls. I've met plenty, not plenty. They're rare, but I met like three, arguably four girls. Well, minus the kids. Let's let's. I've met a handful of girls that were good girls. We just wanted different things. Usually, kids. I told you about the volleyball playing girl. Everything was fun. Everything was fine. We're having a good time. It was a cold, blustery Minnesota night. I'm in her bed with her. It's uh, this dumpy one-bedroom apartment. <clears throat> in the window, you could see the light, the street light lighting up, all the snow blowing by. this oh, is so cuddly and warm and oh, nice. She says, Aaron, I'm like, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. I really didn't. We got to talk. I'm like, no, no, we don't have to talk. No, shh you don't want to have kids as as stated probably one of the first things out of my mouth yes well uh, there are good girls now okay admittedly that was 20 years ago 25 years ago maybe even and there were other girls that were very nice just not you know didn't work out you know, you meet a nice girl, you meet a nice girl. Don't, don't, you know, don't have any expectations. That Yeah, they're like, yeah, Western women. I mean, yeah, have no expectations. And also you got to screen them a little bit more thoroughly, but it's not a panacea going overseas either. Flaming teeth, a uh, TP tree fitty. Boy, I sure do love giving Cappy tree fitty. knock like this monster? Told you, woman, you gave him $1. fifty. you know you got more. A lot, nonstop trade. Two bucks. Cappy loves block text speech. Do text and life story. Yes, yes. Send me your life story. No paragraphs. Um, well, actually, block text would be easier to read. I haven't gotten a wall of text. Well, you ra- you ran into Chad there, Dre. I will screenshot the requests I get sometime, and uh, on my phone. And there's so much text you can't. You don't see where it ends or begins. It's just in the middle of the text. I'll screenshot that, send it to my buddy, Chad. Chad gets more pissed off than me. I just charge more money. Uh, half dollar, five bucks. Sounds like ischemic optic neuritis hit me five years ago in my left eye. It is also known as a mini stroke. Stay away from certain stims. Stims? Hang on. I got ice... Aishemik sounds like Josh- Oh, you got the bit of the aishemik. I-, I told you, Herschel. Oh, he, I- Herschel. Did you hear about Josiah? He came on with the aishemik. Oh no, you don't say. I do. That's terrible. I know. Want some matzo ball soup? Nah. Uh, where to go? Hang on. Aishemess <clears throat> optic neuritis. Optic neuritis. I want to know about this because I don't want to lose my vision. I, I should make the optis neuropathy is a sudden loss of vision due to an interruption of blood to the optic nerve. The optic nerve carries visual information from the eye to the brain where images are interpreted. When blood flow to the nerve is interrupted, the nerve is deprived of oxygen and nutrition. Uh there are two forms of anterior ischemic. Optic, neuropathy, arthritic, non-arteriac form is caused by inflammation of in the arteries that blood supply, the optic nerve inflammation is a giant cell and temporal, potentially life-threatening, cause massive vision loss. Oh, Jesus. Non-arteriac. This form is caused by some decreased circulation of the arteries and it has less. Well, maybe I should, <clears throat> maybe I should, uh, maybe I should, uh, you know what? Thank you very much. This goes on the to-do list. Let me pull up my to-do list. Uh come on, Clary, where'd it go? Here we go. To do list. I will. Cause don't there's no reason to not take that seriously. Now I had a, a, a nurse practitioner say, ah oh, no, you don't have to worry about it. And it only happens in light and after looking at computer screens for a long time. So but I, I do appreciate that insight. Next time I go to the dock, I'll say uh I'll take that. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Keep those doggies scrolling. Do 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 hide. A deeply closeted game fan. <laughs> Five bucks. Cappy, I bought Krugman's course instead of yours because it was only fifteen. <laughs> well, good luck with him. He's the one that said we should flood the economy with money. And then he was surprised inflation to happen. Good luck. Good luck, buddy. Go with the Nobel prize winner. Cause those guys sure know what they're doing. Their track record is great. Thank you for the five bucks, by the way. Hatton clogs 43, 4, uh, 34, five bucks. But Cappy, I needed to finance my phone, bro. Tell us when you go to the Southern command so we could go hiking. Cheers. It'll probably be mid November. I got to stick around here for voting. And then I go I go to Minnesota to vote cuz they have no voting laws. And I think I might vote in three different counties. You know. And uh as long as you vote Democrat it's okay. Uh but yeah, it will be mid November I go down to the southern command. Be strong, two bucks have your own Ford Escape, they're nice. Uh no. Um I was looking at that and kind of the um I really wanted a Liberty Jeep or Jeep Liberty. This is 20, 15 years ago. And I looked at the prices, I said, oh hell no. And <clears throat> nobody, nope, nope, nope. Today, nope, 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 did nope. Nope, nope. Said, not gonna do that. I mean, anything is kind of nicer than the vehicles I got, uh, but they are for transportation, not to look nice. Honey Simon, 20 generous dollars. This man bought me my my uh cigar. The West obsessing over the bit, as opposed to the atom. Over the bit, as opposed to the atom, symbolizes our obsession with internal understanding instead of external expression. Objective terms invalidate the f- over the bit, obsessing over the bit. You mean the hoo ha, as opposed to the atom? Uh, you lost me, man. I you uh, can you can you dumb it down for me a little bit? <clears throat> um, Email it to me because I probably will skip over. If you want to toss another three bucks so it shows up, I can see it. Objective terms invalidate invalidate the feminine order of everything being permissible. Well, yeah, okay, that I understand. Right. No, reality, not objective. Objective means reality. Empirical. The feminine order of everything being permissible. Yeah, the perfect mental state. Women want PMS, the perfect mental state. No, I didn't make that acronym be funny it's just what i thought what do women want women want the perfect mental state some men want it too and they will have it above all else even if it means living a lie so anything empirical like hey if you want to get a guy you got to lose weight it, it it violates the pms they won't they won't listen to it they will come up with fantastic lies and come up with false evidence to maintain their perfect mental state you could say stop making dumb shit and you'll close the wage gap nope Nope. They they demand that they major in easy crap, and they get to do fun, easy jobs. And that their you know job as an assistant childcare taker is going to earn them the same as the president and CEO of the NFL. Um, yeah, that much I do know. But, but nonstop Dre, five bucks. The great one says in his podcast that the cardinal sin of the West is that no woman should ever experience any discomfort. Correct. Which which is aligned with the P, perfect mental state? Absolutely, yes. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, <clears throat> in line with the uh, PMS. Now, have I met women who are empirical? Yeah. Well, let's also be fair to the women. Uh, the majority of men also insist on the perfect mental state. You you guys keep thinking like, oh, well, how do I get the girls without going to the gym or doing hard work? You know, I. I'll show you a bunch of tradesmen who, you know, in between fucking their moms and their sisters think that not showing up on time that, that, or, or sober or not completing the job, somehow they're going to get ahead in life. You know, I got guys who think buying truck, you know, truck sports cars and all that, that's going to, that's congruent with a adequately funded retirement plan. Uh, So a lot of people, you know, uh, uh, poor people, who, when you look at him, say you had more kids than you could afford. Oh, no, it's the corporations or the white man or men or the Jews or the patriarchy or whatever. Like, no, you just stupid people breed more kids than they can afford. That's the definition of stupidity. They're, they're not going to listen to that. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. And and he's not wrong. I think, though, when he uses it, it's in the context that society will. Run a rally to make sure they don't. Um, I I think that is inherent in all cultures. He says white women in North America. I think that is the specific uh, axiom or rule he states. But globally, people will run to protect the women because women are more valuable than men. Uh, from a bioevolutionary genetic reproduction standpoint and that's not an opinion i'm not trying to slam on men i'm not saying women are better than men or anything but they are more valuable in terms of of uh, success to the to the continuation of the human race to to humankind a woman's more valuable than a guy only because they can have only so many kids in any given amount of time a guy you could wipe out ninety percent of men and, and there'll still be enough men to go and, and impregnate all the women with enough diversified genetic material. It will be perfectly fine. Won't have any won't have any uh blue bloods uh running around. Um so it's it's not an opinion. It it's kind of true. Uh I I Get stranded on the side of the road. I got to kind of figure it out myself. Someone might stop by. A good Samaritan might. But if I'm a cute girl, chats are more people got to stop by. Uh, there's that. That's me, Samuel. Talk. Tax, sorry, five bucks. Do you ever know what happened to that young Iranian man that gave up his family when coming to the... No, I should... You know what? By God, <clears throat> good idea, Sam. I should follow up with him because that, that to this day, is the... Uh, uh, that, that was my most interesting client, and I hope he's doing well. Uh, contact Iranian guy, chemistry. That that you boy that would be because it's been asshole consulting eight and a half years old so he's in his thirties now. I I hope he's doing well. I hope he's making good money and um I I hope he's got a family that he likes. Uh, the one QB five bucks just showing love for this uh, stream. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. Uh, boo, 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 boo. We'll get to the thing, and then then I'm gonna. I'm going to... I don't know. I've been playing um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and enjoying it a lot. And even though Ubisoft was kind of woke in its introduction, and there's some gay characters in there, it's a hell of a game. They did a real good job. If they just toned down the gay characters by half... There's a good gay character in there. There is Alcabides, I guess, is the guy. He, he's a character. He's hilarious. <clears throat> he plays the role right. But, you know, you don't have to say we created this thing with a team of diverse. No one gives a shit. We assume you will. <sighs> um, Journey trials enjoy five bucks. The women in the West are not raised to be wives. Correct. I would also say women don't want to be wives. I don't think it's raised. That's why I got, as you notice, as look, they're given the choice. You could be a wife or you don't have to be a wife. They're not raised one way or another. I'm sure feminism would like to lean them one way. But when you look at women's behavior, even though say I want to be the traditional stand up, they don't want to be a wife. They just want to stay at home. You can't expect something from people who never had it. I could be wrong, and more information empirical data will come in as we age we see more and more countries with technology having women liberated essentially or having welfare states where they don't need them anymore. they will have a choice i I just don't think women and men like each other that much they don't hate each other I some segments within both parties do, but I don't think women want to be wives uh, women they're not asking are they when's the last time a girl asked you out? I literally, if if this was lawyer Cappy, and I had to present my case to the Supreme Court of the United States, whether men and women like men, I'd say, men, you know, write on a piece of paper the number of women that asked you out this year. I take the number, I divide it by the number of men. I'd say, ladies, do the same thing for you, but guys that asked you out. I'd show it. I say, I rest my case. Exhibit A, and then I rest my case. But, 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 no buts. There's your interest. They they just aren't that interested in you guys. And, and the sooner you realize that, the sooner you're going to be better off and start making decisions that are going to lead to not only a better life, but higher chances with girls. Also, kind of a, a non, if men were to take a non-possessive approach to dating and women, like, I need a girl. How do I get? Not how do you get. Like, Cappy's approach, with all the wisdom I have now, <clears throat> girl maybe expresses interest in me. Or I ask got a girl. Preliminary stages of dating or girl, just whatever. I'm like, look, here's the deal, dude. We're not getting married. We're not living together. Um, I'm not having any kids. I have a vasectomy. We can hang out. Like, it would be the most libertarian agreement ever. Um, I'm going to be banging other girls. I frankly don't care if you're banging other guys. Just use protection with them. Uh, the only... Exception I ask is we we raw dog it and um you can leave anytime you want it's, it's, it's just and you're free to go and I am free to go and you will never live here you won't have your stuff here you could spend the night but you're getting out the next morning and it's all voluntary and if You don't like something I do, or you annoy me by doing typical female things, it's over, but you'll be doing this typical female things at your own house, so it won't really matter. And I think that's just kind of the oh, you found another guy? Good luck. Have fun, no hard, cool. Glad you stopped by. Maybe swing on by some other time. I think that, like, she really isn't yours, she's not yours. And not in effect, it's just your turn. Just now that's a human being and human beings really can't be together. They really can't be together long-term. Men and women, I mean. And and it's just kind of like, yeah, well, until you're bored, until it's no longer worth it to you, until you find no value in it. In the meantime, yeah, all right. But if you did that, that would be so relaxed and so easy i think girls would respond well to that to be like oh wait i really I'm like yeah but if you want to get in love and have kids and have a wife and form a family no absolutely not now you got to be responsible no you're not sleeping with that guy no you're not sucking the other guy's dicks no you're not going to the party in vegas with with your girlfriends no you're not starting a career when your children need you to raise them no 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 No, no, no. What are you doing? Now you're managing. Now you're working. Now it's toil. Now you're responsible for that person. No. Much easier. Oh, yeah, you can come over. No, you can't come over. Why not? There's another girl here. Why did I not tell you and film it? Did I not tell you I was banging other women? Well, yeah. Go have your fun. Do your thing. I'm busy now. Click. I like them more. And you know what? You don't. I don't care. (laughs) Well, you come on over. Sure. All right. All right. Go. I got to get. I got to get. No, no. You go do your thing. You're going with the girls to Vegas. Suck a lot of dick. Have fun. Just don't bring anything back. Journey trials, enjoy two bucks. Is it smart to have a 401k even in times like this? I'm split on that. That's why I don't do a Roth IRA. I want my tax deduction now because I have a feeling they're going to rescind that first. I think they're first, what they'll do first is go after people who have non retirement brokerage accounts. So if you have just a regular brokerage account because you already have a 401k or an IRA, they're like, well, you don't need that. You have a retirement plan already. A lot of people made stupid decisions that don't that aren't as lucky as you, even though it was their own stupid decisions that brought their bad luck, which isn't luck. That's just consequences. And since I need to get reelected, I'm going to paint you as the bad person because you are responsible and give the money to the fucking worthless degenerate parasites of society, otherwise known as the Democrat voting base. And yes, it is that simple. I'm always fascinated with how much analysis, whether it's TV or a book or the newspapers or whatever that goes into analyzing. No, the Democrats are parasites. The Republicans want to be left the fuck alone. That's it. There you go. It's not complicated. And there's your political analysis. RS, 10 bucks. Hey, Cappy, I took your advice. I got a second job while the housing market is lagging. Not making me rich, but not going broke. Working 90s hour week total has been great for weight loss. Good. How's your finances? I got to imagine that's improving too. Was it to get out of debt or save up money for something? Or was it to donate $10 to Super Chats? That's why everyone should, y'all should get second jobs so you could donate more money to my Super Chats. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. In Coupum est ad temperto Ad tempt ad temptator. Five bucks, Cappy, when was your last year's rumplement session? Oh. Over a year ago. <unnecessarilyetchup> what was it? Just rumplements, maybe just rumplements. And maybe it was Vegas a year and a half, two years ago. I just grabbed a bottle, chilled it in the the freezer and played video games for a weekend. That was a nice weekend, but the hangover was horrible. Two-day hangover? Yeah, F that. Um, Vegas is a dangerous place because you can walk to a bar that's open 24-7, get food, get some exercise, sober up a little bit. 3 a.m. Ah, let's drink till four, or five, and wake. I mean, the, the time has no meaning there. It really doesn't. Uh, Hatton clogs two bucks. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Punch that guy in the face really fucking hard. Dung is fun. Five bucks. This is the reason you don't play with your unit. You go blind and have to wear glasses. <laughs> Thanks, dung. Yep, play with my, my unit. A little bit too much happy fun time with Gappy. Uh... <laughs> Honey, Simon, five bucks again. Women will share an alpha before having a faithful beta. Generally speaking, yes. Egalitarian, well, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, that still holds, but there's always the gals that hold out for the alpha. Now, when are you leaving her... <laughs> I'll change them. Uh, egalitarianism is a myth pushed by liberal academics, industrial society, and its future. Um, I don't want industrial society. Egalitarianism, no, you should treat everyone equally. There, there are aspects of egalitarianism. Treat everyone equally, equal opportunity. Oh, fuck no, people don't end up equal because some people are inferior. It's just true. I am an inferior basketball player, I'm short. Some people have a lower IQ, they're inferior in terms of intelligence. Some people may have inferior intelligence but superior work ethic and make more money than the in, in, in superior intelligent people with the inferior work ethic. As a matter of fact, you got a superior work ethic, you'll beat anyone with an inferior work ethic. <clears throat> you, you, you know Some people are faster, some people are better at math, some people have more art ability. But you want to talk about the number one determination about your outcomes. It's work ethic, how much effort you put into it. And so, no, people are not equal and the outcomes are not equal, but the outcomes are fair and legit. If you have equal opportunity and no discrimination. This is why I was a huge uh, like it's too late now because the companies have gone woke. But a big complaint for um, Democrats and leftist people was when they wanted to work. You couldn't get jobs unless you were connected in the old boys network. And that, that is totally true, at least in the finance industry. And I thought like, Hey, instead of promoting your son as a Ukrainian executive and having all these connections and you know, your, your, your nephew gets the book contract at um, Simon and Schuster, if you had like a no nepotist policy, that'd be a pretty good, um, uh, corporate social responsibility. I think there'd be a legitimate CSR thing. We do not hire family members <clears throat> like you can't do it. You just can't be hired as a family member. We don't give contracts to family members of, of employees. Um, But uh, that they didn't do. And and so that's also not fair. That's not equal opportunity. Uh, But yeah, you look th- again, I'll, t- I'll tell you again, the Democrats are just parasites. They don't want to work. And they they go through the noble cause of egalitarianism and equal outcomes. Look, don't you want equality? No, people aren't equal. They don't put in equal amounts of work. Fuck you. Mr. or Mrs. fucking re- moronic liberal arts degree indicating you never wanted to work and you student loan bailout. Fuck off. You're a parasite. That's it. There's no there's no subtle. Ooh, I came up with an ism. Oh, you just don't believe in Noam Chomsky's. He can suck my dick. Actually, he can't. He's just another piece of shit leftist who doesn't want to work for a living. Well, in his case, he did work. He just wants to be popular with the kids. Flaming TP, two bucks. What's the most you've charged for an email? Um, Maybe in the $500 area. I don't think more than that. Certainly at minimum 200, very likely three. Um, but it's possible it's up to five. Tracy South asks, Who is the great one? Go to com, abbreviation for Cynical Libertarian Society, com. <clears throat> he has a podcast. Just be prepared for every racial epithet you've ever heard. Um, He is not a fan of the minorities or the womans, (laughs) just telling you. But ironically, he's got a lot of black listeners. A lot of the brothers listen to him. They enjoy him. Yeah. And then ironically, he listens to black podcasts like he likes Ed Lattimore. And there's another uh, black podcast. I forget his name. Not Coach Greg Uh, uh, Adams. Um, I forgot who, but different guy. But he really, I'm like, you sure you don't like black people? Just just pointing out, I sure do listen to a lot of black people And agree with them And Kupam Asked Attempt To tour Nana said it would make you go blind Cappy, keep rocking those Thick Ricky Vaughn Major League Spectacles Baby, you're the greatest of all time Wild thing yeah, I'm looking at this and I'm like, who did I look like the, um, the Verizon guy. Or is he sprint? Hat and clogs, two bucks. Tried to get a job at Domino's. Didn't want me. Oh, okay. Too bad. Logan Donovan, one buck. Thank you. Thank you. We'll take $1 donations. Uh, are we caught up? We're caught up. All right. Um. Let me tell you a really quick story, and this is going to be kind of the abbreviated version. So, on the North Side, oh, let me get rid of Logan. Sorry about that, Logan. On the North Side of Rapid City, by the Lowe's, Atham, look it up. Um, the the interstate goes by Highway ninety, and so if you're, if you're going to anything Northwest, like Sturgis, uh, Whitewood, uh, Spearfish, hiking, you you got to go through this area, Tom. And there's this big black sign with red lettering says NDN Collective and on the on the back of it like on the side it's mural paintings that's what that's how you could tell if you're in a poor neighborhood if there's a mural painting of minority faces or I guess any kind of mural painting you know kind of it borders on graffiti but they made it a whole mural you're in a poor neighborhood so uh, but this is a mural of uh, American Indians uh, I think, maybe not, but it was painted. It, w- it was painted. And I didn't think much of it because you're driving. But then you go into town and on the digital billboards, you start seeing advertisements with that exact same font. So it it obviously is the same thing. And one advertisement in the same red font with the black background said FTP, uh, like file transfer protocol. <laughs> Cause- I did take computer networking. And below it says, for the people. I'm like, huh? Like, doesn't sell me anything. Okay, FTP, for the people. I'm like, okay, you're advocating democracy? Well, okay, good, for the people. And then um, that was for like a good couple months. And then all of a sudden I see land back, same financing. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You lost several wars, all right, 100, 200, 300 years. Well, I mean, you want to go back 500 years ago, if you're looking at French, Spanish, and British settlers. <laughs> all right, you lost some wars, lost your land. You want your land back. So I'm like, I'm going to go check out this NDN Collective. So I go to their website, and it's basically just a nonprofit ran by American Indians. Uh, I don't know if it's Sioux or what, what tribe. It, it doesn't matter. And everything you'd expect in a victimhood-based "woe is us," we're oppressed. Give us more money from that group of people over there, uh, and because of the American Indian history and, and, uh, and the uh, origins, or that's obviously who they're they're trying to serve. Um, they they want land reparations, and they're fighting. de therefore for decolonization and. You could go look look it up, but the the verbiage is standard academic Pablum uh that is made to sound very flowery, where give us more money. That's it. I'm I'm not just go look it up. Just go look it up. And so I'm like, oh, okay. But then I was like, well, how did they get to financing? And I'm like, I hope to God the uh no tax dollars went into this. And the reason is not for reasons that you would think. Obviously, I don't want to give any group of people that wants to steal land that I paid for. I don't care. I honestly don't. I don't care. Uh, If if 200, 300, 400 years ago, some group of people took somebody else's group of people, that ain't us. I don't care. I, I care that slavery happened a long time ago. Yes, it should not have happened. But today, no one's a slave. I've never owned slaves. No one in my family owned slaves. Matter of fact, we go back far enough. My family probably were slaves under the British Empire. <clears throat> but you know what? I'm not saying, oh, <laughs> you know God, the big, bad British people. Life is too short. I need to do things that are under my control, not sit there with a cup in my hand, begging for somebody, not me, to give me money. <clears throat> so it, it's not, certainly I have a reservation about that, the parasitism, the laziness, the sloth. Okay, and it, there's that. The main criticism I have, the main problem I had with it is like, all right, do I want the American Indians to do good? Yes, I do. There's there's very few human principles I have. Individualism is one of them. Freedom is the other. And if you have the choice between wishing people to do well or do bad, I always wish people to do well because why wouldn't you? It shows if there's just a slight like, oh, no, fuck those guys. Fuck those Green Bay Packer fans. I hope they all get cancer. Why would you do that? It doesn't hurt you for them to do well. And that's the main problem that I had here, where if you look at whatever their mission statement is and how they plan on doing what they're calling for. All that money is wasted. Not a single penny is going to go to actually help the American Indian, whether it's this tribe or another tribe, the American Indian community in general. And what kind of even irked me a little bit is I'm like, okay, so you get this money, right? <clears throat> we haven't gotten from the source yet. I'll tell you the source. So you get this money. Nice building. Got to have a budget in the millions. Those, those advertisements are cheap. And what do you do? You put up acronyms? You know, I'm no economist, but <clears throat> if my goal, Aaron, you are in charge of this nonprofit. And your nonprofit is to help this group of people improve their economic situation in life, which is which is what all nonprofits are. I take that back. Most nonprofits are to enrich the people who run the nonprofit, not the people that's intended to help. Just ask all the black people in the Democrat Party. Am I right? Am I right? I am right. Sadly, sadly and tragically, a lot of rich Democrats. Oh, the black people still poor. Oh. You, you start finding out quickly who your real friends are in these parts. That's, you know, you get my book, The Black Man's Got Out of Poverty. So it's the same thing here. But anyway, let's just say, I you know, Aaron, you're in charge. And for once, my goals were the stated objectives of the nonprofit to get group X out of poverty. And I had. All this money. Well, I would say, okay, what are the problems in Group X? And it doesn't matter what group you are in the United States. It's all the same thing. Yeah, more kids than you could afford. There's probably some drug and alcohol issues as well. Probably perhaps more in the American Indian community. Alcohol is a big problem. Um, Crime, single motherhood, broken home. And I would say, okay, we want to get this group of people out of poverty. Here's what we do. We're doing uh, vasectomy drives for the men. We're going to go do and then people say eugenics. Ah! No, that's why we go to the sperm bank first so they can donate it. We'll take some of the millions of dollars of funds and we'll say, OK, um, this money will go to pay <clears throat> these two sperm banks to keep your sperm alive. Uh, so in case one burns down, and electricity goes out, you got a backup. All right. So we're not taking away your ability to have children. The ladies, we're giving you free birth control and free abortions. Here you go, in case you get some right. And then early on, we're going to teach you, we're getting you out of the public schools, certainly out of the American Indian schools, and we're going to send you into a trade school or computer programming or the military or something, and you will get an employable skill by the time you are 18. We will then teach you, uh, or no, along the way, we'll teach you some personal financial management. We will have a, uh, if in this particular case, you could only do it with the American Indians. They get a certain amount of money from the government, depending on what percent American Indian you are. Some of that will go into a 401k trust, a, a irrevocable trust that you can't touch until you turn 50 years old. <clears throat> It'll be put into uh, average returning S&P 500. And then in about one generation, not even a generation. In in five years, you would see marked improvement in the economic situation, the financial health and well-being of Group X. And if you include American Indians, you would also have basically a retirement fund through that. Right? That's what I do with that money. That's what I would do. <clears throat> and I would actually be successful with it because it addresses the problems provide solutions that are based in the real world the shit the ndn just put up was a pure pissing away of money ftp file transfer for the people well good that didn't do anything that money that was spent on that advertising could have gone to help some american indian kid uh, boy, I, I've thought about this a lot, but forget targeting college age kids, they, they're, they're gone, they're too far gone, they've been in school too long. Target middle schoolers, you know why? Because they're hungry, they want money. Oh, you got a bike? You know, you teach some kid, hey, look, winter's coming up, falls here, right? Falls here, why don't you get <clears throat> um, uh, Joe? His name's not Joe, Little Joe is this kid's name, he's from the reservation, Little Joe's. Uh yard service. And I'm a I'm a kidding. You could charge 20 bucks an hour to go clean up somebody's yard, do the leaves in fall, shovel in winter. Uh, I guess I don't know, spring is there. I guess mow, mow during spring and summer. And uh, you know, you do it on your off time. And dude, you're making lots of money. You're making good money. You got entrepreneurial skills, you got a hard work ethic. You could have. For that money that you spent on those stupid freaking signs that don't do anything, you could have you could have <clears throat> equipped that kid with a riding lawnmower, and and tools and equipment. You could have educated a bunch of young kids, regardless of of race, as some some kind of entrepreneurial skill or accounting or something like that. You could have taught them a work ethic, <clears throat> and that would have actually gotten them out. <laughs> That's how lazy this collective is. And how little they actually care about how Their only solution is get more of their land and the white people's money. More of other people's money. Hey, what about like, uh, I don't know, like uh, teach your kids to be welders and mechanics. Would that help? Oh, we're going to put up signs. So I want to say, God almighty, please have this not be taxpayer money. And it's kind of worse. So I looked it up, and it's founded by – don't quote me on this. I'm not going to verify it, but I believe it's called the Bush Foundation. <clears throat> and it's not has nothing to do with the George Bushes or the presidents. I guess there was another guy named Bush, maybe us say even his last name. But this foundation was founded by one of the founders of 3M. It's like a multi-billionaire. So they got their grant or whatever from the Bush Foundation. And I go back to look at the Bush Foundation or whatever the foundation is. I said, does this guy know his money is going to basically, well, take all the, take the white, let's be very clear. Take the white man's property away. That's what it is. is us? and, And not, you know, if it's taxpayer money, I guess they'll take that too. Take everybody's but our money away and give it to us. Right. And, and. Not doing one damn thing to actually help out the American Indian community. Not one damn thing. So it's being pissed away even on its uh, stated noble goals. I'm like, does this guy know? And he doesn't. You know how I know he doesn't know. This is what's happened. You know, here he is, Nerd Square Stevens. Last name was his Steve. Here's this nerdy guy, Frank Bush, whatever his first name was, working really hard. I got an idea. Busts his ass off 80 hours a week, builds up a multi billion dollar company, sells out in retirement, whatever, has billions, could go to fund future 3Ms, employ hundreds of thousands of new innovations, new creations. No, he sets up a nonprofit. You know why I know he doesn't know what's happening? He you because know he's been dead for quite some time. But you know who did get the money and headed up? His wife. I think, I think it got the estate. And this reminded me of something. It was a book. Let me get it right. Let me get it right. Uh, Occult. Let me get it. Occult Feminism. Written by Rachel Wilson. I'm going to put this in the chat. Occult Feminism, The Secret History of Women's Liberation. So she had me read this and review it, and um very interesting history there uh not not wrong she's not stretching anything. I wouldn't say the occult was the sole cause, nor does she in this um in this book, but there is at least a correlation and some origins of some aspects of feminism, all the spiritual and Gaia type of worship that actually does have it from ironically christianity it's a very it's an interesting book to see how that that virus not only passed through American society, but evolved. But one thing I did notice, especially in, as she goes, it's a chronological, it starts, um, starts, I think like the, the settler days, you know, the, the, uh, pl- pilgrim days, <clears throat> but the really part of American history she hits on is the industrial revolution, because here you had these, um, modern day, what if you adjusted for inflation, modern day multi-billionaires, the Carnegie's and Morgan's and and all those JP Morgan, all those guys. <clears throat> and a lot of these guys would die. And it was coincided with the women's liberation movement. And their wives would get all this money. These women wanted for nothing. And not that women had a, a vindictive vendetta against America <clears throat> or men or anything like that. They would go and toss these nonprofits and women organizers and, and uh, suffrage movement type of people, the money. I'm not even against women's uh, uh, voting rights um, uh, there. But what they also did is they'd bring in like seance gals and even to make stock predictions, they brought in these young gals who all claim to be feminists and wooey woo. And they were in touch with the female spirit and all that. She, she does a better job describing and explaining how it worked exactly. And these guys would pay them. All right, In part because they maybe thought there was something there. I also think in part because they were bored because they had billions and what else do you do? But you know what else? Because they were fucking these women and they were their mistresses on the side. Duh. Again, you'll have to read her, her book, a very interesting book. <clears throat> and all I'm thinking about, like, okay, if we look at it from purely a consequential standpoint, I'm not talking ethics and morals again and for the right of women to vote. But largely, you girls vote for socialism. Women vote, not originally, even in World War II, women actually voted more more uh, conservative than men. But now globally in the past 60 years, we could certainly say women vote for more government. They vote to help out the children and the poor and the minorities and all this other stuff. <clears throat> and I'm kind of like thinking like, okay, so what, the Andrew Carnegie, and what, well, I think it's the Carnegie or Morgan or... Oh, who who's Anderson Cooper? The Rockefellers. So you had what? What was his first name? I forget it. Like this guy was a no joke capitalist. Did you see what his family did with it? And female or not, this is this is a observation regardless of your gender. When you inherit your money, you become a bunch of socialist fucking pussies. Uh, the guy who wrote the anarchist guide to um, uh, what's his name? He's still even alive today. He was some Marxist. 70s 60s hippie guy Westinghouse's dad was a CEO if you give people your offspring billions of dollars that they didn't have to earn it's almost a guarantee it's going to go to some fucking bullshit bullshit degrees or in case of Hunter Biden up his nose and on his dick who knows maybe something in his ass I don't know what the guy was into meth dental work but the first person in line to your estate is going to be your wife if you have one. And holy shit, do women just piss away. Here it is. Multiple billions of dollars could go to help people, could actually go to do something. No, it's just going to go to a theft organization to advocate more racial strife and stealing. Well, you stole a fight. Yeah, yeah, too bad. Fight a war. You know, that's ultimately how it's going. Or, or <clears throat> Learn how to program, become a mechanic, and then buy yourself a nice piece of land and a nice house. That to contrast, there's a another uh, reservation, Indian reservation, outside of the Twin Cities, Can, uh, not Canterbury, next to Canterbury, uh, Mystic Lake. And you go in, and you're like, "What well, is a nice neighborhood? It went up quick. These are nice houses. Well, who lives here?" This is uh, it's outside the town of Shakopee. <clears throat> this is nicer than Shakopee. You know who lives there? The Indians. Why are they wealthy? They put a casino there and they manage it well. They do very well. They bring in national acts. Place is clean. People make money. I'm Like, I'm building a nice house. Now, which one do you want? Which one do you want? The bitch and wine and woe is us? Or do you want like, all right, that happened. Here we are now. Let's make the best of it. Oh, wow. We can we could kind of make really good the best of it. <clears throat> and, I'm man, I don't know how the guy voted at the 3M. But, you know, talk about your standard Minnesota white self-loathing pussy. Give your wife all the money. She just gives it to an organization she wants to steal all your wealth back. And, and at best, just piss it away. <laughs> Never going to help out anyone. Not going to help out a single Indian, unfortunately. He's just going to piss it away. On, on uh, uh, television, what do they call it? Billboard advertisements. I was like, oh. And so, you know, not that a lot of us are going to become billionaires anything like that. But you might. And if you got yourself a woman and you care about men, you care about America or freedom, you care about people working for a living, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't leave your wife a lot of money. Maybe you like leave things. You really, you got to treat it like an irrevocable trust, which is like, you can't collect it until you're older kind of thing. You know, it makes like, if you die, your 10 year old son doesn't inherit $10 million, get to do whatever he wants. he's going to be 40. Maybe you got to do something like that. Like my wife, there, here's a trust. It will pay out <clears throat> 50,000 a year for her living expenses as she lives in this modest home that does not have enough land or size to it. You could take out a home equity line and help fund Black Lives Matter. And then the remainder of the money upon her demise is then split between my children, who also don't get the free money to go raise awareness and become a fucking uh, Greta Thunberg. Like, you cannot let large sums of money fall into people's unearned hands after you die. And I know we don't have a lot of multi-billionaires, and I know certainly Minnesota corporations, you guys just hate yourselves. You guys hate yourselves so much that you probably can't wait to give the money away to nonprofits and groups of people that will just piss it down the drain. (laughs) Because you're such a bad boy, such a bad boy. Uh, but for those of you that do have some sizable amount of money and you do hope to care to make sure your money goes to actually help people, you got to make sure it goes to the right nonprofit. There's not a lot of nonprofits to give it to that I trust anyway. St. Jude's Children's Cancer. Pretty innocent group. The Innocence Project. I'll donate to that. Uh, Thor and Missy. If you got a lot of money, burn a hole in your pocket. Donate to Thor and Missy. Just search Thor and Missy. Go fund me. She's got some medical bills. that could really use your help. <clears throat> But you never leave your money in the hands of your trophy wife woman who grew up in fucking Edina I never worked a day in her life. Now, related. Related. Hey, guys, did you hear this? Let me look it up. <laughs> oh, speaking of you never, you never give your money to your wife mackenzie scott you say who's mackenzie scott why do people use irish last names as a first name i have no idea mackenzie scott formerly known as mackenzie bezos jeff bezos's ex-wife mackenzie scott billionaire philanthropist uh heiress trust fund baby some Do not call her a philanthropist. She didn't earn that money. I don't care how much she helped them out. She may have earned some of it, not all of it. Shut the fuck up. Files for a divorce. You're like, wait a minute. Is this an article about when she filed for a divorce against Jeff? No. No, boys and girls. Listen up. Less than two years after announcing the marriage and their intent to give money away together, Mrs. Scott has parted ways with her second husband, a teacher. So Mackenzie was married to Jeff no more than two years ago. They got divorced in that time. She has gotten married to another guy and divorced as well. Like, wait, what? And divorced again. This is the woman who's been given half the Amazon fortune and she's going to give it away to charity. Do you see where you should not let your money fall into the hands of essentially your trophy wives? If you're a billionaire, you owe it to future generations of American, regardless of class or race or anything like that, to make sure that capital goes to good purposes. Let's say you want to help out the American Indian community, giving it to the NDN collective was was the, the, not going to. No, you wasted however millions of dollars that was given there. It will not help out a single American Indian. And Mackenzie Bezos, like pretty much all you nonprofit people. Mackenzie Bezos, the um, the um, who's the other rich people that got divorced. But they'll save the world. Don't worry. Uh, the the Gateses, Bill and Melinda. None of you non-profits have worked. None of you, except for things like St. Jude Cancer Tree, you know kids need help, <clears throat> uh, the Innocence Project. But for those of you idiots and more like, we're going to solve poverty and racial issues and all these other ethereal things. No, no, you won't. You will not. And the reason you won't, I don't care how many billions Mackenzie got from her husband, didn't earn, got I don't care how many billions Bill Melinda donate. I don't care how many billions uh, Warren Buffett donates. It is literally one one thousandths drops in a bucket of the tens of trillions we've spent on the welfare state. And that hasn't worked. So already you nonprofit types don't know what the fuck you're doing. Except pissing away money that could go to really help out a lot of people. You really want to help out the black community? Why don't you go and fund trade programs for black men? Why not black women? Because they're not going to listen to you. They're just not. You want to help out the American Indian community? Why don't you also teach them skills in trades and finances? Oh no, we're going to set up, we're going to set up, we're going to throw, po- oh, first cocktail parties, right? Because you have to, you have to huff your own farts about how great you are at helping out all these people. Because you're, you're such a good white person. Oh my God. Oh, uh, that's why we need more champagne. Hey, 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 that's a $200 champagne. Wouldn't that be better to buy an electric scooter for a black kid so he could do Uber Eats in the city? Well, 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 you know, we need, we need these donors. No, no, you, you actually don't need those donors. You could take their money and say, hey, we're, we're getting scooters for black kids in the city so they can do, go do Uber Eats, make $20 an hour, <clears throat> have their mom take out a credit card and use their social security number. <laughs> oh. yeah, Let's throw that system another trillion. <clears throat> you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing with your goddamn, not your damn money, the guy who died money. And you're not going to do it. You're pissing it away. And Mackenzie, what, Bezos slash Scott? Holy shit, lady. You couldn't keep it together for two years? You married a teacher? I hope to fucking God he gets half your shit. I hope to fucking God he gets half your shit. They met at a nonprofit event, so he's still going to piss it away. But you, you don't give these people money. The welfare state has proven just throwing money at it doesn't solve the problem. It actually makes problems worse. All Mackenzie did was suck the right dick for a long enough time. Now she got the money. Now you got, ah, let's help our women. Are you going to tell them to major in engineering or become a doctor or become a tradesman? No, we're going to raise initiatives to help awareness, to to have seances, to talk about our feelings, to have meetings and set up commissions, to drink expensive champagne. (sighs) And I'm sure there's not one single article written about this divorce that did the journalistic thing and say, well, does the guy get half her money less than two years after announcing the intention to give away a vast fortune together, the billionaire philanthropist Mackenzie Scott and her husband, Dan Jewett of, Oh, I've not, not taking on his name, huh? <coughs> a former science teacher are parting ways. Miss Scott filed a petition for divorce in King County Superior Court in Washington State on Monday, according to the copy of the filing. The breakup punctuates an eventful period for Miss Scott, who in less than four years got divorced from her longtime husband, the founder, uh, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, gave away more than 12 billion to nonprofits and married an instructor at the prestigious school attended by her children. (laughs) Court records. Man, these rich people. They got their heads so far up their ass. They're so far removed from what's going to actually help out on the battlefield. Just so you you inherited rich people, you you fart huffers, you asshole, you liberal white assholes. You guys are like the fucking, uh, what do they call them, field marshals of World War I. You are so fucking far removed from poverty and what's actually going on on the streets. You couldn't help out a poor person if you had a job application and the magic to curing heroin addiction. Uh, Court records show Mr. Jewett did not contest the divorce The petition says that any division of property is laid out in a separation A contract agreed by the couple, which is not public Oh, I hope you made a fortune, buddy Both still live in King County, the filing says, includes the city of Seattle Their marriage, which is gar- which garnered significant public attention After Mrs. Scott's divorce from the world's richest man Has also been a philanthropic partnership with Mr. Jewett publicly promising to join her in donating their enormous fortune to good causes. I like how they call it their fortune. He just licked the right vagina, so he's entitled to half, right? Right? <clears throat> but there were signs, recent signs that the partnership was no more. Previously, grateful nonprofits that had received grants from Mrs. Scott and Mr. Jewett thanked them both, but recent recipients thanked her alone. In the past week, his name vanished from her philanthropic endeavors On the site, on the site for the giving pledge where billionaires promise to give away half their wealth before they die. Fuck you. No, you guys are good at making money. You are shit at getting people out of poverty. His letter no longer appeared with hers without fanfare. His name was recently edited out of a medium post Miss Scott had written last year about their gifts. Uh, Miss Scott, a novelist. No, a cocksucker strategic cocksucker also deleted mr jewett from her author bio on amazon the online retail that is the source of her fast wealth uh she rocketed to global attention and she began giving away money at a pace rarely seen in philanthropic worlds because she didn't earn it after her divorce mr bezos miss assembled the team of advisors began quietly making multi-million dollar donations non-profit groups with 12 billion in just three years May 2019 letter on giving pledge. Miss Scott promised to keep it until the safe is empty. Um, trying to see what she gave money to, just to know. Did I, I, you just saw that? You didn't. Uh, but between her billions of dollars of contributions, the decline in the stock market, and now gauges her fortune at 27.8 billion. Two years later, is in his own giving pledge letter. Son and full of enthusiasm. I am married to one of the most generous and kind people I know. Enjoying her. I love how you people just think marriage and love is based on how generous you are with inherited money. (laughs) Joining her in a commitment to pass on enormous financial wealth to serve others. Mr. Scott has refused to speak publicly about giving her, about her giving declining repeated reviews. I'm just wondering what they donated. Uh, last month, gave two homes in Beverly Hills to the California Community Education. All right, all right. So you, you donated money to California Community, Community Foundation. the foundation's affordable housing grant making functions. Receive ninety percent of the values. Okay, so you're messing with the housing market. I doubt. Is okay. I answer my question. Is housing affordable or safe in California? No. Oh, I'm sure this will help. Uh, the Health Forward Foundation announced on Tuesday, $15 million. What's Health Forward Foundation? Health Forward Foundation is supporting and building inclusive, powerful, and healthy communities by prioritizing people who experience the greatest injustices in health outcomes. All right. I'm going to tell the black community, um, <clears throat> you eat less, lose weight. Um, uh, you also have to pay attention to no matter how healthy you eat and exercise you get. you Because I actually care about your health. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings here. I'm trying to do more than this initiative. All right. Uh, I believe diabetes and some other things pertaining, especially heart health. Black genetics, just, you know, like whites get skin cancer more. Blacks, I think, have diabetes problems more. I'm sure you can search this. Look it up. Eat the right food. Get some good exercise. Don't make bad choices. Don't put yourself in bad situations and dangerous conditions. Boom, there you go. All the millions of dollars. about. Ooh, there's in injo- Ladies, <clears throat> another perfect example. See, no, I can't. Here's the sad thing. I can't say this. I can't say this. It would help lower infant mortality rates. I can't talk about the primary cause for disparity in infant mortality rates against different groups of people because you don't care about the children infant mortality rates as much as you do the feelings of the group of people that have to take the constructive criticism to help increase the life expectancy or the life success, successful births of these little children. So I'm not going to say anything and more children are going to die. Quite literally, quite literally, I can't say anything and thus more children are going to die. But yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure this helped. Okay, so all of her money is wasted. It's all wasted. I, yo, you know what, Miss Scott, give me a billion. Give me a billion bucks. I'm gonna pay myself out ten million dollars forever. That's all I have to do, and I'll manage it for the rest of my life. This billion dollars, I will do more good with one your wealth and all this money, the 12 billion you've already passed away and the other 28 billion you're going to pass away. You give me a billion bucks. I'll show you what I can do with it. And is it going to be like, God, the white people or the males or this group of people and that group of people and the rich and the poor. It's going to be like, hey, oh God, I could start my vasectomy fund right off the bat. I'll target one community. Like, all right, guys, come on over here. Free vasectomies for all of you. Let me like, hey, what happened to the income per capita? We'll do longitudinal studies. Oh, look, these people are are out of poverty. You give me it. We'll go do um, not Foster. What was the guy's name? We'll set up a tech school down in. Oh, I can't remember his name. He was a, a liberated slave. Somebody help me. He set up a tech school for black people. Original historically. Black College. Um, HBC Heritage Canada. What? Hudson Bay Company. Not the Hudson historically black colleges. Okay. Slave set up school War. schools for freed peoples. Okay. Um <clears throat> Outer Banks, Northern Assistance, Roanoke, Ashley. Um, who? Come on, you guys know who I'm talking about. Who was the guy? Uh, Hoover. Who, who, oh, it's Booker T. Washington. I knew there were two O's. <clears throat> Tuskegee University is he the one who set it up? An advisor, several presidents, leaders. Uh, Where's the school? Come on, hire a Tuskegee Institute. There we go. I'll set up a Tuskegee Institute. And you watch. You watch. Oh, but that's all right. You helped out the California Housing Community Association. It oh, made good housing so expensive. Let's flood it with more money. Not one person is going to be tangibly or long term benefited from this. Billions of dollars gone. <clears throat> uh, Tuesday received fifty million dollar gift. Episcopal Health Foundation in Houston also received now twenty million dollar grant from Mrs. Scott. Neither announcement. Jewett taught at Lakeside School, a prestigious Seattle private school attended by the Bezos children and other white kids while their parents claim that they're all for diversity. <laughs> There's some Asians in there, too. Let's be honest. Uh, he was popular among students and, uh, and fellow teachers alike. His earnest, not very edgy, uh, uh, couple married in California. Are they subject to California law? Uh, but, but reporters, uh, wife, are you the most Okay. Don't care. There you go. Not joking. You, you, you. Oh, Cappy, who do I donate to? The, the Cappy Fund. Not joking. I mean, how, how much worse can I do than most of your nonprofits? The Cappy Fund. What do I do? I buy books of, of worthless and put in the hands of the entire generation of Americans so they don't major in dumb shit. That alone would make, that alone would have a positive return on investment higher than all these people. Oh, why do women have such short life? Why are women drinking more? You're fat. That's why you're dying of heart attacks. You're fat, lady. We can't say that. It must be the patriarchy. Fine. Diagnose cancer as a cold. Let me know how the patient is doing. All right. Go through the final super chats. The irony. I end up in my life running some big multi-billion dollar. Dude, weird things have happened. I hated writing. I flunked out of English. Now I'm a writer. The internet ballroom dance instructor. What the hell? No, I was supposed to be an economist. I'll watch. I'll be the 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 nicest, touchiest, feeliest, nonprofit, screaming, yelling guy. Oh, there would be a statue. And there'd be a video of me. and like, Oh, look at Aaron Clary yelling and berating at the woman from the, the young girl for having a choice of a degree in journalism. Then there'd be a video 20 years later. You know, he was yelling at me. It made me cry, but it made me become a surgeon. And now I'm making 500000 a year and close the wage. I love that, man. It'd just be me like there'd be the Clary Institute. <clears throat> but I'm sure at the Tuskegee University is probably a distinguished uh Statue of Booker Washington. Mine would just be me giving the finger. Maybe multiple me yelling, me, like some little kid crying. I mean, going like, what the fuck? Just different stances of Les Grossman, essentially. In est attemptator. Five bucks. In coupum means. It is tried in whiskey for to some in whiskey there is truth. Captain's Latin lesson for the day. For to some in whiskey there is truth. It is truth in whiskey. or There is truth in whiskey? Is that what it means? Uh, Dung is fun. Five bucks, Cappy. If you had a greasy ponytail right now, who do you think you'd look like? I'd look like the only one that comes to mind is you guys ever see road trip? I think Seth green was an actor in there or no. One of the actors from he was the, uh, uh, hotel attendant. Who's like, Oh, you want some pot? Maybe I could bring some little boys over and you could have some fun with them too. That's the only one I can think of that. I look like if I had a greasy black ponytail. Uh, Come on, are, are we that, are we that far down? Did I, <clears throat> did I get them done? Subscribe to the channel while we're at it. While I look for um, super chats and any missed ones. Subscribe to the channel. We're almost to hundred thousand. It's kind of stagnated at ninety 000, three, ninety three point three thousand. We're kind of just stuck there. Dave one twenty eight for two bucks. I'd my money to the beagles, or the dachshunds. Yeah, I'd rather help out a dog rescue. People are here's here's the first thing about charity. Most people don't deserve it. What most people need and deserve is starvation and the threat of death. And then they will get a job. Then they will get themselves out of poverty. But if you keep enabling them like when NECA trust funders, they're never going to get a job. You're finding that out now, corporate employers, right? You, we can't find anyone to work. Oh, well, did you vote to have the stimmy checks given? Yeah, that's a good idea. Let's get UBI. Let's see how that works. Dave one twenty $2. bucks. i would leave my money to beagles or to dogs. I already had that one. <clears throat> Thank you again anyway. Uh, here. Never again. My mom pissed away 12 million in 13 years after dad died. Pissed away as if, as in nothing. Beggars and black holes of various parasites. I know. She named me as executor of the state. I seen it all. Yeah. You, you, you never. You could set up. um, Here's some for those of you that are rich. So looking at irrevocable trusts. You give an annuity. Like you get 30,000 a year. That's it. Or 50000 a year adjusted for inflation. And that's it. You make it so they can't blow away all the money. Look at what happened to Hunter Thompson. You think um, the, the talking vegetable did any kind of parenting, any kind of discipline, any kind of fiscal frugality? No, because he himself is a trust fund baby. He just threw football really good in college. That's your president, by the way. I think we're caught up. Oh, it feels good to have all those emails cleaned out. <clears throat> Rational Irrationality, two bucks. The most famous historically black universe. Wait, historically, what's it, What's HCBU? St- isn't it Historically Black College? So it's HBC. That's a Hudson Bay Trading Company. What's HCBU? What does that stand for? <clears throat> historically Black Colleges and Universe. Oh, you typed it wrong as well. All right. HBCU historically black colleges and universities all right there we go now we know we're learning i'd set up one where there are no liberal arts or social sciences like nope you're all getting jobs and when you leave here you're not being poor and you're not going to be whiners and complainers and victims which is all those liberal arts and social science degrees teach you you're going to you're going to get you're going to make money you're going to make money mm. Oh, here's one. Dung is fun too, Buck. You look like Rolo. Rolo? I don't look like Rolo? <clears throat> he has not black glasses. Wait, does he even have glasses? Does Rolo have glasses? Yeah, he does. Wait. Oh, he does. Yeah, without his glasses, he looks all beady-eyed and everything. Yeah, you're right. Black ponytail? He's gray ponytail. He's gray, man. He doesn't have a black ponytail. Andre Sierra, Andre Sierra, sorry, five bucks. You should take out a billboard showing what other nonprofits spend their money on. It require a chart and labels, which would be too small of a font for anyone to read. And no one reads the billboards anyway. The only thing I've thought about, and and, uh, this I may raise money for, would be to go to like the University of Minnesota or some university and you have a billboard up there and, you know, like just put up liberal arts majors, just end up on welfare or something like that or friends don't let friends major or have cute girls in like you won't find any hot girls at the University of Minnesota just have these babes (laughs) you know just some you know your degree is likely worthless go work instead dude bro Carlson School of Management bro six figures in debt bro you know something just to go stem or go home that kind of thing you know, or or you wouldn't be stuck in traffic if you went to college online. Just link to Western Governors University. Atham, Mexican poops for two bucks. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> is that it? Are we done? All right, we're done. Uh, let me make sure we got um to find the things. Uh, if you kindly would, <clears throat> today is the last day you could sign up for the minimalism course. It uh, closes at the end of tonight, midnight, roughly my time. I'm going to do East Coast time. I could close it at, close at 10 p.m. my time. And that is $500 roughly with tax. Why so expensive? So you take it seriously and stop spending more than you make. So if you have an addiction to spending more than you make, you live paycheck to paycheck. Why don't you end the nightmare now? Take that course and be done with it. Don't just sign up for it and pay a lot of money for it. Take it. That's why I charge a lot. So you take it. And so I make a lot of money. Also, uh, there's the companion course, which is uh, uh, a lot shorter and a lot cheaper. It's 99 bucks. That's Achieving Financial Excellence. Uh, Achieving Minimalism is the first one. Achieving Financial Excellence is the second one. Both can be found on my Teachable School, which is titled um, The Clary School of Economic Philosophy. <clears throat> so there's that. There's my books, which you can buy, but don't forget Pushing Rubber Downhill by Adam Piggott. That is a must-read book uh, as well. Also, we have the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, Adam Piggott's podcast, also called Pushing Rubber Downhill, which you can find at PushingRubberDownhill.com. Piero San Giorgio, he's over in Switzerland. DayByDayCartoon.com. Canto Talk, starring Silvio Canto. The Fowler All Five Media, that's more of a a uh, podcast station with a bunch of different podcasters on it. Carrie Lutz's Financial Survival Network, Masculine Geek, where I have a really good joke on my Twitter on Vince, <clears throat> The Goddamn Bacon, Jack Napier's Red Evening, Rob Says at robsays.net, Turd Flinging Monkey on alternative platforms, Dr. David Perrault and safetyphd.com, Better Bachelor, we have The Rule Zero Gang, Hotep Jesus, actually new, you guys may have heard of him, he has a podcast, tune in. Very enjoyable and entertaining and not all about politics or anything. A lot of history stuff, not seven step survival. If you like a YouTube channel on how to set up a uh, survival camp and then, Oh, do we have to <clears throat> none other than Vlad Elkoms sign up for the Vlad Elkoms accounting hour. That's the, the Elkins accounting hour. If you search it on YouTube, you could find it there. So you can learn all about accounting if you have good questions about accounting and taxes, he will maybe read your question online. Uh, That's about it. Um, Let me go through some of this older stuff. I really got to clean it up. If you'd like to help out the show, you can go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There you can donate money directly to my PayPal if you want. I don't know why you would especially when there's also a link to my subscribe star where you get access to the road trip podcast. That is for subscribe star members only it's cheap. It's only two bucks. I finally put a new one up after like two or three months of uh, working and having fun. And so uh, that's where I'm just riding in my car or hiking and I blather into my phone. So the audio quality is just perfect. Also Mary Jo and our good friend, Jesse, I believe are uh, dressed up in cute little States of disrepair. A little PG-13 action there for you. I should probably get more girls to to pose for that. Um, And then also my Amazon affiliate program, which I keep forgetting to plug. But if you kindly would, all of you, go to olderbrother.com slash donate. There's my Amazon link. If you bookmark it or just remember olderbrother.com slash donate, go there first on the computer to do all your Amazon shopping. It doesn't cost you anything more. I just get a commission from Jeff and McKinsey because she still holds Amazon stock, right? You want to take money away from the cocksucker, the professional cocksucker who's going to help not a single black, Hispanic, Asian, white, or Indian man or woman or anyone for that matter, but she'll feel so good. If you'd like her to make a little bit less money, I get a commission. Does it cost you anything more? And don't you want Cappy to be happy? I tell you, my money will go to, to help out other people. Me. I don't even give money to my nieces. I don't care if they're cute little nieces. I don't care how much I love them. If they're going to go major in dumbass shit and get pregnant at 14, I'm not helping them for shit. I'd rather give my money to, I'll help. Hey, you know what? You want, we we could start right now. I know one kid who could actually use the help. Two people, that, aside from Thor and Missy. Atham doesn't need your money. What he needs is a job in chemical engineering. So if you'd like to help out one of the brothers, help him out here. And then, um, uh, oh, what's his name? This kid, Latino, lives at home with a broken family. His kids yelling and screaming. He's just trying to get his degree in accounting. He can't afford to move because his parents live in. a left this shithole where rent is through the roof. This poor guy's just trying to make it he can't st- I remember talking to him one time. I'm like, what is with all the fucking noise? Well, that's my family. I'm like, well, can you shoot him? She can't. Um, but he could use some money, you know, he could, we could send him off to school. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, if you want to help me out, just buy stuff through that Amazon link and I'll be happy. Uh, I skipped this on the last, uh, good morning Corona Chan. I did not end appropriately with the, uh, prayer, but let's go. Let's make sure I didn't miss any more super chats. I don't like it when I do that. Boom, we're caught up. All right, good. Bow your uh, heads in prayer. Dear great and merciful Corona Chan, thank you for your non-sentient and zero fucks given truth. The teeth and threats that have been missing so much in the real world that are yet necessary for us to value life, acknowledge truth and love our fellow man. May your nature continue to expose the evil and parasitic among, among us, the lazy and those that put themselves above all others, our slave masters who have kept us enslaved Teachers who can be replaced by YouTube, and the stupid and unprepared who ride for toilet paper when there is none. Bless us, O great Corona Chan, and reward us, specifically those of us who are smart enough to have a one month supply of toilet paper and who stocked up on 556 ammo as a matter of basic insurance policy. And may thine blessing come in the form of lower asset prices, less boomers, less traffic, cheap gas, and near free airline flights. In thy name, Wuhan, Wuhan. Amen. All right. Save. Boom. Done done, done, done. See you guys. Toodles.